Hey, this is Alex with Bass and Brews. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So easy, Paul can do it. Welcome to the Bass and Brews podcast, your weekly distraction from other high-quality podcasts. And now, your host, Alex from Swamp Rat Fishing, and the co-hostess with the mostest, the Jabberhammer, Paul Roberts. Jazz hands. Like <laughs> Jazz hands. Oh, cheer hands. Cheer hands. There Drop it, it is. Down. Drop it down. Give me two. Give me two. <laughs> What's up, everybody? You know the deal. It's Friday. That means it's bass and brews, or as a historian would say, it's Babcast time. Tonight we got both the boys from 603 Bass. And uh, listen, we're going to talk smallmouth. We're going to talk getting rich off fishing because these guys are like multimillionaires. And, uh, uh, we're going to cover the whole gamut. But uh, hey, Paul, hey, we, we were supposed hey. to talk about some problem. What What's your fucking problem already one minute into it, Paul? First, the real northern bass guy is definitely rich because he has a uh, – he has a wall behind him and looks like tongue and groove flooring from some kind of birch tree with a sign behind him and a professional desk. So I'm pretty sure one of those guys is making more than the other. You want me to burst your bubble on this? You should have seen what that wall looked like before I sanded it for one and two. This is my old dining room table. Oh, listen, that's a lot better. Andrew looks like he's uh, recording out of his parents' house right now. This is actually not my parents' house. <laughs> hey, that's okay, y'all. Alex Alex put up a purple blanket behind him oh. for like six episodes because he thought that shit was cool. And finally, his wife had to come down and tell him to take that shit down. All right, it wasn't purple. It was blue. And I watched a shit ton of TikToks where it was like, here's how you do it cheap podcast studio and i spent at least two hours trying to make this thing fucking flat i ironed it like i had it on there and as soon as i turned it on i was like god this looks like shit (laughs) why did you leave it it up i kept it for like two episodes it was two episodes (laughs) you know what i did the same thing when i used to stream the video (laughs) games because like i'm in the same room my computer i play at and do everything from is over there but when this isn't set up it like this spot is a fucking disaster and i was like i got an idea and i got some like one and a half uh square wood framed up a big rectangle got like a just a dark blue sheet stretched it tight ironed it stapled it together and i'm like yeah it looks good and then everybody's like why does it look like you're sitting in a closet yeah it's like because it looks better than what's behind you trust me because you're still in there hey <laughs> hey alex alex was sitting in front of that that dark blue navy blue sheet with like black and navy blue clothes on so it was like a a blue screen all you could see was his ugly ass face hey so the problem alex is with Start your new camera the problem, this is the problem we we're talking about in the back that I'm going to elaborate on. 
with your new camera angle, not only does it look like you're not paying attention to our guests and listeners, right? It makes you look way fucking shorter. I mean, you look like you're four foot tall right now. You look like a fucking Oompa Loompa <laughs> with that camera angle. Listen, after the uh, backlash uh, that I got, uh, and somehow I got a lot of DMs that I was being insensitive to little people after somebody said that I was not deployed Willow. for the military, but that I was out recording the new Disney Plus Willow adaptation. <laughs> Um, but somehow when I made a comment about that, I got labeled as the heightest. Like, this is fucking bullshit at this point. Well, there ain't nothing in your life ever been about height. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> All right, like on that it. happy note, boys, uh, this is 603 Bass. Why don't you guys introduce yourself to our viewers and uh, kind of let them know how you ended up uh, where you guys are at at this point. Well, hold up, hold up, hold up. Are we going to crack beers opening this show anymore? Oh. We just fucking done with that shit. Well, one I don't drink. Coke, one doesn't drink. Uh, <laughs> you want to crack Cheers. a beer? Well, mine's already cracked because oh, I didn't think we were going to do it anyway. But that's All right, okay. So, so you want to call it out? I'm the only one. I'm drinking a uh, Voodoo Ranger Juicy hey IPA. How many alcohols that got in it? I'll drink Seven one. Seven and a half. <laughs> what do you got there? He's got a. Uh, Canada Dry. Yeah. Oh, man. You need to get you some Blenheims. If you ever can find some Blenheims, that's real ginger ale from down here in South Carolina. I don't fuck with Schweppes. That's it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's our yeah. title sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bad. All right. I'm bad. I'm bad. I get all the sweats. Inter, uh, introduce yourselves to our, uh, you know, our degenerate group of anglers and, uh, Explain how Alex, you got here. you're gonna get this opening. You're gonna get this opening one day, buddy. But y'all go ahead and do what Alex tells you. Trying to refresh it. Oh my god, here come with your ideas. <laughs> All right, I'll break it down first because I, I did start it and then Andrew came on board. Uh, oh fuck, dude, what two years now? Two, three years ago, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we've been fishing together a lot longer, but I channel is six oh three bass for now. It is changing. Um, there's just a lot of back end mm. work that's involved with that, but all the legal stuff is done. But yeah, we're 603 Bass. Uh, we're based right here in Southern New Hampshire. The quick and dirty explanation for how this came to be is I used to have like a huge gaming channel um, back in 2012 at its peak before my best friend and I were like, okay, we're burned out. We can't do this anymore. From 2009 to 2012. We hit like 52,000 subscribers <clears throat> and it was all just like battlefield three gameplay and stuff. And, uh, we just got burned out, but we made some good money from it. We had a lot of fun, met a lot of good friends. And then my buddy bailed on it. <clears throat> I kept it going for like another year and a half. And then I burned out. And right at that same time, like 2014, I, I had some things happen with my job that I, I was miserable. My wife was like, you need to do something again besides like fishing on Sundays. <laughs> so she just bought me a GoPro as a surprise. She's like, just go to make and make some fishing videos. <clears throat> so for like the first three years, life. I was just making like cast to catch videos. And I was like, okay, this is fun. Trying to do things a little different. Like I know how to video edit it, but it's like totally different from gameplay versus fishing footage. And at the same time, like that whole time, and Andrew was even with me for the first couple of years that I had that GoPro, we were just like, same thing we do every Sunday. We're always out there to learn. Um, I have done tournaments. We both still do tournaments like here and there. I want to get back into like a full tournament swing. And 
that's like a part of the reason why I like to just learn all the time, but I continue to just, I don't know, man, that's, it's in my blood. I like to learn and expand on what I know and continuously, like, I just want to go out there and kick the shit out of every lake that I hit, regardless of the time of year, or what I'm chasing, depth doesn't matter. I just, I want to be as well-rounded as I can. I want to be able to catch fish all year, any situation, any weather, any, whatever. Just go out. If there's, if there's a day we can go fishing, we're going to go fishing. We're going to catch fish. Yeah. And it got to a point where it was all of a sudden like, okay, we actually know what we're doing all of a sudden. And the videos just started changing from like cast to catch stuff to be like, you know what? There's like no real representation of the Northeast from like that educational perspective. Like there's plenty of entertainment style channels, but there still really isn't anybody out there. That's like the tactical bass of the Northeast. And I'm certainly not on their level. We're, We're definitely not, but we're close. Um, we certainly know a lot and I was like, well, let's just kind of change gears a little bit and go down that road. And it, it's just been working out. So and we weren't afraid to spill the knowledge we have. No, a mm. 95-ish uh, percent of what we know we share. There's the very, very small amount of things that's like, that's too good to give up and we don't know anybody else doing it. So very, very small things like that. We keep to ourselves. But other than that, we just, we're just trying to help other people and apparently they appreciate it. They like how we do it. And I, it's, we're just two schmucks from New England, man. We're just out there fishing, like, take five minutes to set up the cameras, and we just fish. And then there's, like, three minutes of that trip where I'm like, you know what? I should probably sit down and explain what we're doing. And then it's just back to fishing. <laughs> and it's apparently it's a working formula. So I'm assuming 603 is the area code? Yep. Sure. The whole, when I started the channel, I didn't know what the hell to name it. But I've always had, like, a, a ton of pride, you know, for, like, everything New Hampshire-based. And it's kind of like a New Hampshire thing. I'm assuming it's the same in many other states but new hampshire residents really have this true like you know if it's granite state made then let's like really promote that granite state aspect and i feel the same way so i wanted to continue that and i'm not really creative in that regards for like thinking of names and stuff so i was like well 603 bass i looked it up nobody had it okay screw it that works um and at the time like it was i loved it and i still love it it's kind of the foundation of what we started on but like four or five years ago, things really changed with how much we were traveling, different things we were doing, especially like the last three years. And we spend just as much time out of New Hampshire as we do in state. It's about 50, 50 now. Mm-hmm. Hence, and then like, I kind of had this epiphany about the name. I'm like, yeah, it's nice, but like this, you know, the, the original logo is just the state with the fish in it. And if you saw that on the back of a car, would you know what the hell that is? Right. Unless somebody told nope. you that there, there's nothing, mm-hmm. it's unique, but it's not identifiable. So it kind of facilitated this whole kind of mind shift, this perspective change on what we were going to do. But yeah, let's, anyway. let's, can you announce the change yet? Um, No, not yet, because there's a couple of things I haven't buttoned up yet that, I, that we need to. But I can't do it until everything goes in one shot, which mm-hmm. is kind of the problem with this. And that's the downside of making a name change this late in the game. You get... So you know how it is, dude. I mean, how many different social media channels do you have? And then like <laughs> other things that are tied into it and stuff. So it's not just like, oh, okay, go to the YouTube channel and change the name. Like I could do that, but I, I mean, you're really better off just doing everything in one shot because yeah. there's some things that I suppose somebody could swoop in and take if they want to do. I, I've got it all pretty much buttoned down, but I'm, I'm paranoid. So it, I'm just it's like, really <laughs> weird. It's one of those things, you know, like everybody tells you advice. Uh, I mean, on this show, we love our content creators. We tell people to just go out there, especially in fishing, go out there and create. But that is almost one of those things you really have to think about because it is, it can be difficult to make that shift in brand names once you start getting that ball rolling and you kind of have to have that forward thinking. I've talked to a bunch of people who are like, ah, shit, 
I wish I would have named this something different, and but they feel like they're just sallied up to it now, and there's nothing they can do. Dude, we, and you would you think I learned my the lesson. Hell you want. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, but you're right. Like at a certain point, brand recognition becomes important, and I, I, we're like towing the line of like we're still small enough. I should be able to change it, and it shouldn't have any impact on it. And it will. There are undoubtedly going to be people that again have that like hometown pride. They're like, dude, what the fuck. Like, what? I thought you were a New Hampshire guy. What the fuck? And it's like, okay, I still live here. I'm literally never going to move until I retire <laughs> 40 years from now. And, like, I, I, what do you want me to do? Well, <laughs> I just, there's no real, beyond New Hampshire, there's no recognition to that. So it, I want to take this to the next level, and that's what I feel I need to do. You would think I would learn my lesson, though. Our gaming channel was called Shoosty Bag. But it was the U with the two dots over it that's supposed to make that U sound. Okay. And every like nobody ever pronounced it right. Nobody knew what the hell it was, what it meant. It was like it was just some stupid thing my friend Chris came up with. We're like, yeah, that's dumb, and I like it. And like thirty thousand subscribers later, like this is the dumbest fucking name. Why do we do this? <laughs> Look, probably the only people that pronounce that right is the southern folks because uh, SU is always shoe. No matter where you're from, down here, shoe. Shoosty, shoosty. <laughs> hey, y'all talk about being tournament anglers and you talked about doing the tournament trail. Are there a lot of tournament trails where y'all are locally? There or is are this... so many. Like, no bass fishing shit. up here is, is like, Alex. It. Like, if you're not out Mute hunting. yourself, Hoss. I did. Bless Am you. I no, not you muted? Didn't. No. <laughs> no, we heard that. I'm hitting the button. It's not muting. Well, oh, shit. My bad. <laughs> If you're not out hunting like a, or lowering Volkswagens, you're out fishing. That's pretty much what it is up here. Yeah, pretty much. Do y'all and 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 so do you travel regionally? Or and I'm assuming y'all are fishing mostly out the boat, right? Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Pretty much everything we do is out of my boat. Andrew's going to be in his boat probably sooner than later at this point. He he does have a boat. I do. <laughs> He's a little. <laughs> I have a half a boat. <laughs> hey, does it's it like, float? Does it float? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> If it's, it takes all if water, it but it's all right. <laughs> Hey, if it floats, it's a boat. It ain't a boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a piece of plywood with a little troll motor on the front of it. So, look, if it gets you off the bank, then, man, that's worth every penny. That's true. I it's think, a, what uh, is it, a 17-foot boat with a 36-volt troll motor on it because the outboard's got issues? It's 18-foot-3 or something like that with – a 36 volt four tracks on it and the motor mm. needs a starter i just don't want to put the money into it <laughs> i mean why would you need to sean's got a boat himself so <laughs> yeah that's true it's that's true boat. but i like fishing about myself too boat. <laughs> yeah the best well, boat I, is the one you don't own <laughs> hell yeah that's for damn sure is that's it so nice sure. <laughs> it's about to get a lot nicer on friday too i know oh, I'm shit. Excited. upgrade yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm finally pulling the trigger on uh, forward-facing sonar. I'm getting an HDS-16 live with Active Target. Nice. Yeah, I'm getting Ooh. a hell of a deal on it from a friend, which is phenomenal. Um, like 60% of, of what the cost is. Wow. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure you get sure to go right back anyway, into but... the video game uh, uh, realm, yeah. basically, because now That's you get right. to do, like, legit video game fishing. Yeah. We've done really well without all these years. Like, like, dude, I don't even know how many times people are like, just reach out to me, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. And they're like, hey, man, talk to me about your live scope settings. I'm like, I don't fucking have live scope. Why does everybody keep thinking we have live scope? <laughs> no, we don't need it. <laughs> no, we haven't yet. <laughs> well, I found out about you guys um, from, I remember searching around. I just found out about this company and you guys are aligned with them. And that would be Beast Coast Fishing. Oh, yeah. I, remember I searched out and you guys were kind of the biggest 
uh, channel just promoting their product, which is a really solid product, well, a uh, very sleeper product, especially in my area. Um, so, like, how did you guys kind of find them and get to start working with them? When was that? I think it was 2016 or 2017. I think it was 2017. 2017. I went fishing with my. Was it 2017? Pretty sure it was like. Yeah, it had to have been. Yeah, it was the end of the year. I went fishing with my buddy DJ's uh, 3D fishing on Instagram, and we met, I met him. I forget how. Oh, through Instagram. He was like, "Hey, man, I live actually like not too far. Let's go fishing." So we went out to Connecticut River and. It was like late in the year, and he's like, "This is gonna be the most fun you've ever had. We're just gonna drag drop shots. You're gonna use this thing called the Magic Flick. What the fuck is that? It's like it's from Beast Coast. So I've never even heard of it. At the time, I thought they were a lot bigger than they were, but they were like Derek was just getting it off the ground, and we just we hammered on smallmouth. I was like, "Damn, that Magic Flick's awesome." So I, I bought a bunch of those in the spring. They had phenomenal prices on tungsten drop shot weights, and then I found like I was like, "Oh, dude, he's got like really good jigs and all the colors that I want too." So I just started buying all that because. New Hampshire did the lead band, so I was like, oh, well, I might as well get on the tungsten train, and he's got great stuff, mm. and he's regional. He's from Connecticut. Like, hell yeah. Um, and then I made a couple of videos talking about the baits, and he reached out. He was like, hey, dude, um, we're going to be up in New Hampshire. Two of his best friends, the two Js, the derps, he calls them. Um, <laughs> the taller derp, his family lives up in New Hampshire, like 45 minutes from here, and they have access to a, a kind of a private lake, per se. He was like, we're going to go up for the weekend you want to come up and fish with us i'm just like fuck yeah i'll go up and we just hung out for the whole day hammered a bunch of smallies and then he reached out the next day he's like dude we want you on the team you're awesome i was like okay <laughs> and i i've been with them ever since and i wouldn't be with them i mean i've dropped other companies recently just because like up front sounded like a great deal and i did believe in the quality of the product until it changed and I was like, mm, yeah, no, I'm not going to support this because I don't need to. And But Beast Coast, he's, dude, that guy, Derek, is fucking phenomenal. He's got he his head on straight. To, he knows how to make some jigs. We oh, yeah. fish jigs like, like if we go out fishing, we're going to have at least two jigs tied on. And ice out to ice in. It's, they just work. And having his jigs, they're absolutely phenomenal product. And we've put a lot of big fish on the boat because of them. I think Honest. they're, uh, I, I fell in love with their gorilla swim jig. That's, uh, one of the, I think it was not last year, obviously, cause I was gone shit almost three years ago. I basically only brought like two baits with me and one of them being a swim jig and nine times out of 10, it was that gorilla swim jig and just trying to like learn the nuances of learning that bait. So I haven't been bass fishing forever. So, um, like I, I love their swim jigs. Their swim jigs are so solid. Um, and Almost because of you guys, because you guys do fish their fucking jigs all the time. Every video I see, you got one tied on, and it makes me fucking jelly as hell. So, <laughs> like, I started this challenge of sorts. I hate when anybody does, like, a challenge on YouTube, because it's normally some stupid, like, I'm going to catch a fish with a Cheeto or some dumb shit oh. like that. Yeah, okay, top water. Cool. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this winter, like, I've never caught a fish on a bottom jig, ever. I've caught them on swim jigs, never on a bottom jig. I've also never had them tied on, really. This whole winter, uh, I'm in South Jersey. I'm only bringing four jigs with me. And what's funny is three of the four are beast coast basically like that's all i'm gonna fish this whole fucking winter and hopefully i can catch one but some of that's your guys's fault because i love like you sorry. guys hammer them welcome. right yeah i mean one says you're welcome one says sorry and, 
like normally like i'm a worm fisherman like uh i'm not a tournament guy that's that's paul's deal that's not my deal i i go out to kayak fish to have fun and shoot videos that's kind of my thing but the dumbest uh, fishing ever fun fishing <laughs> <laughs> so uh <laughs> but yeah and uh i mean the jigs are great hustler jigs amazing that's what i have i have like hustler jig and i'm the, a hustler uh, baby <laughs> and the uh, little magnum are kind of like lined up right now i went out all uh two days ago i went out sunday i went out and uh i uh almost got like i think i got my first jig bite and i fucking missed it and then sent that hustler jig screaming at my face <laughs> at record speed um, well hey yeah, i'm proud right. of you i'm proud of you you tied a good enough fuck knot you, paul. You fuck you paul don't off. even do it fuck you paul <laughs> fuck you paul i didn't lose any of the jigs fuck you he finally quit tying granny knots on his jigs and quit throwing them off <laughs> tied out with the granny ones <laughs> Yeah, I know uh, that's <laughs> you want to divulge on that one? Let's, nah. let's talk about let's talk about your granny experience. It's an old one. I don't want to talk about Yeah, we know she's a granny. Well, <laughs> she was an old one. Hey, let's back up. I just made that up, but actually at the same time I made not up. I don't really know. No, 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 no. You told me the story. You didn't make that up. Which one was it? I don't remember. Uh, alley right next to a uh, famous local landmark. I, we need this story. Tell us about the granny. Come on. Behind the pasta loft. Oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I was 21. I just got back from the Navy. I was very drunk. One thing left to another. <laughs> and out How behind the pasta loft. Huh? H How old do you think she was? Oh, I Right now, she's probably retirement age. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she oh, I can't, years on me. I can't wait for her to listen to this podcast and tag you on the social medias. <laughs> She's gonna see it right there. I remember that guy. Oh my god. <laughs> well, let's back up a minute to y'all to y'all how did how did y'all come together to to be partners and to fish and to create content and do what you're doing now? How did how did that happen? So we had a skate park in town. He was a biker. I was a skateboarder and we were always around and our buddy, Josh, a mutual friend, I was hanging out with him a lot at the time. And he's like, Hey, you want to come fishing with us? I'm like, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> so Sean had a boat or had his dad's boat, his ranger at the time. And the first day I went with them, they put me on a good jig bite and I was just like, okay all right cool all right sweet let's do this let's keep doing this and then what happened josh kind of fell out of it i think he got burnt out and then me and you just started fishing a lot together yeah and he then... had i'll just leave it as personal issues with previous female and oh yeah oh the yeah combination yeah, right, of that because right. that that was that was a big deal yeah, uh was... anybody going through that that would suck hmm. so like just that and the entire fallout of that. And I mean, dude, at the time that was before I had kids. So we were literally fishing three to five days a week. Right. Every, like every mm. opportunity. So that was like peak learning mode for me. So I, like, I'm like literally text him every day. I'm like, Hey dude, I just learned about this thing called a shaky head. Let's go out and fucking hammer him on it. And we did that for like two straight <laughs> weeks. I'm like, hell yeah. You know, we fished it 10, 10 times in the last two weeks. And I got that bite down. 
okay, have you heard about a Carolina rig? Let's go try that. <laughs> and like that was that was for like three years. That's all I did. Uh, but anyway, sorry, I digress. So, don't apologize for answering the question. Jeez, what the well, sometimes I go over the top and overdo it. You'll find out I'm going to do that a lot. This no, this is fast and bruised. There's nothing over the top. I can promise you. I mean, there is. I, I think at this point, me and Andrew are going to have a side conversation, and, and we'll let the, the color commentary uh, <laughs> on, on the left-hand side of the screen take over. Well, it does sound like Andrew is the short one in this relationship, so yeah, y'all should fit very well. Yes, I'm he like, is. I'm like, you're tall. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh look! When you're five foot three like Alex, everybody's tall. A fucking I'm not five foot three. Fuck off! But also, I feel like you said it enough, Paul. Uh, just like you, I'm addicted to the uh, the TikTok, and I keep getting the same fucking ad. And it's like, yo, short kings, we're gonna celebrate you. And I'm like, bitch, I'm not that fucking short. Like, where are you hearing this? And I can't figure out if it's from Paul calling me short or if my wife is quietly whispering into my phone like this short motherfucker. But the whole commercial about it was for clothes that fit short people better and then shoes with platforms. <laughs> That's okay. I get those. What's that new t-shirt for dad bods? Oh, I get, that guy shirt, yeah. Yeah, I get, I get the fucking fat guy shirt all the time. So, you know, tip yeah, for tap, too. tip for tap. <laughs> Everyone here is shopping at Lane Bryant but me. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I am fat. Get out of here. I've had to keep this body slender from years yeah. at sea trying to attract other men. So Give him six more, six more months, he's going to look like a fucking bowling ball. Uh, short, I've, short been telling, I've been telling him, Mandy, like, I'm going to get so fat now that I don't have weight standards. <laughs> Sorry, coming over, measuring your neck for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So back to y'all's story. So so y'all y'all got together out of just a group of friends going and fishing and learning. One of one of the friends had some stuff and he had to fall out. And then y'all are here now doing this. Or are, are, are y'all fishing partners in tournaments? Do you you know how, how does how does the partnership work for the content creation side and the tournament side? We're just friends that like to fish together and film together. Pretty much, mm. we live like a mile away from each other. <laughs> mm. <laughs> If I screamed as loud as I could, he might be able to hear me. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It was just Josh had a falling out, and I was, I, just, I was like, I mean, Andrew was coming out of this, coming with us pretty often the last year, and just kept texting him, like, I'm going fishing Sunday. You want to go? He's like, hell yeah. It would just became like an every Sunday thing. We just, because that's the only day of the week I get to fish, like the vast majority mm. of the time. My wife works evenings. She works most of Saturdays. We got two young kids. Mm. 10 yeah. and 5 years old so that was like always the agreement when we got married after mm -hmm. we had kids like as long as I get Sunday I don't give a shit I'll make everything right. else work but I, I need one day a week or I'm gonna kill somebody if I can't be out in my boat <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be a miserable human being if I can't go fish on Sundays just putting that out there now yeah pretty much yeah pretty much <laughs> I if, went... I, if I go don't go fishing for two weeks I'm a biggest asshole you've ever met <laughs> it had been like three weeks and i went out on sunday and uh we had we partied the night before with some friends so the the kids were at the uh the the granny nannies as we like to call them shout out dave and marie for watching our hellions but uh that morning i got up and, and my wife had to go to work on sunday and 
she was like, are you still going to go fishing? And I was like, fuck yeah, I am. And then I looked at the temperature and it was like 26, 27 degrees. Fine. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be all right. Like it's a tidal river. So it's not going to be iced over. I mean, I got a couple bites, but I didn't get anything else, but it was just nice to be out, to be out on the water away from all of it. Sounds like the worst fucking time ever to me. Fuck you, Paul. Paul fishes. Paul fishes no, no, no. to be in the bottom 10% of his kayak tournament trail. That's right. That's right. It don't matter, though. I'm out there competing, like, just being out there and enjoying being also, on the water and hold shit. On. No. Also, he keeps talking in, about competing. Just that. so you boys know, Paul always talks about this competitive edge that he has and this and that. And Not an edge. From drive. A, a competitive drive. And he got it. <laughs> I'm going to look right into the camera. He got it because he talks all this shit about how he played college football, but he was the fucking punter. So, I don't know. I mean, if that fucking tells you anything. No, no, no. I wasn't even the punter. I was just a punter. <laughs> I didn't know that part. You weren't even the starting punter? I, I started one game. It's participation points. It's all good. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I was on a college field. That's all that mattered. Alex Alex, Alex was too short to play sports, so he tried to skateboard. But that nope. didn't work out either. Andrew will side with me. You're right. You went to college. I was defending your freedom. Do we need to do this again, Paul? I joined the military. Yeah, we took the easy way out. <laughs> I don't know if that was the easy way out. No, he might be just selling yourself short there. Uh, well, tell us this. Tell me. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. He's they, right. He's right. Should, you should be listening in, people. What? How did? What is the journey that got y'all into fishing, though, individually? Did did you just start fishing here in the last 10 years, or was this something you grew up with? Because I'm from the Carolinas, born and raised South Carolina, live in North Carolina now. Fishing is is a way of life for so many people, at least my age. When I think of New Hampshire, I don't think of people growing up fishing in New Hampshire. So so what I is got that my journey? first fishing rod even before I was out of my mom. Mm. Yep. Same here. I was been, born that's the, bad day, the day that I was born, when I was pushed out, my grandfather showed up to the delivery room with a fishing pole with M&Ms on the hook. Holy <laughs> shit. That is fucking phenomenal. He was an original Guggen squad. He already had like the, the gimmick <laughs> lures ready to go. <laughs> so so y'all grew up bass fishing, fishing for anything. Y'all grew up just out there wetting the hook, catching whatever bit. Yeah. I started out trout because that's what my grandfather had me doing. He would bring me mm. out uh, pretty much every Sunday-ish, sometime on the weekend. He would bring me out almost every weekend. And if I had time off during the week, like during the summer or whatever, he'd bring me out. Or I'd be on my bike, riding my bike down to the river or down to small ponds and just seeing what I could catch. Yeah, I'm not too different. I mean, I've been in a boat since before I could walk and talk. My dad... I call him Uncle Billy. He's my dad's best friend. They started fishing like, I think three years before I was born. And uh, my my grandfather, my dad's father, had done a lot of fishing in his time too when he was younger. And I just, my dad was like, I'm not, like he, he was infatuated with it, like I am. Uh, but not to the level of like always learning, just for the escape that it provided mm -hmm. uh, in the sense of escaping, not the family or anything, just getting outside and being near nobody. Mm -hmm. so when i was born he was like well hopefully he'll take to it you know those um like little kind of walk around baby bouncer things you give your kids like you sit in the seat and it's a little bouncy but it's like a big yeah, wide platform yeah. with the wheels so they can scoot around they took that and they had a 14 foot john boat 
and there was you know room in between like the the rise you know, race sections that the seats were mounted to that thing fit in there perfect so they so they keep going fishing they take me out and plop me down in the middle of those two high-rise parts and throw a bug net over me during the summer and i've been <laughs> in a boat every year my entire life uh and i just i stayed with it every time my dad went out on the weekend as i got older he's like you want to go and there's some windows where I didn't always go. Like, like Andrew said, we mm-hmm. met at the skate park because I got big into freestyle BMX. He was into skateboarding. Um, but I was always always going. I did a couple of turns with my dad when I was a little kid. Uh, but it wasn't until, I mean, I'm 37 now. When I was like 22. And I, it was, I forget. There was something with the weather. I can't remember specifically. It was probably just another drought, which we have often enough here in the Northeast. And it was just a terrible year. My dad's always just been a, a Texas rig, beat the bank angler. And we went out there, and I, I could remember seeing, like, three or four boats around us, which was pretty busy for the small pond, and they were fishing in the middle. And they were fucking catching fish left and right. And I'm like, why don't we go out there? And I was like, no, 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 they're always on the bank. We got our <laughs> shit pushed in for fucking three weeks. And I'm like, that fuck this. I can't do this anymore. Like, I, I, I desire to learn. So I just started taking the boat out myself when my dad wasn't around, and I, I, I was like, okay, what can I learn? I started with crankbaits, and it just it exploded mm. from there. Yeah, I mean, a lot of your guys' stuff, you are fishing. I mean, you guys fish shallow, but I, I think, like, when I think of your guys' channel, I, I do think of, like, smallmouth offshore. That's kind of a, I don't know. It me, ain't always smallmouth offshore. What's that? <laughs> it ain't always smallmouth offshore. Right, that's true. But, uh, I, yeah, I mean, that that's, like, a whole mystery to me. I'm like your dad. I'm the, the idiot that will continue to pound shallow cover when it's full of ice and there's, like, a uh, – you know, a car seat there. I, I love a car seat pattern. That's like one of my favorite patterns. <laughs> that's that's the Jersey pattern. The Jersey car seat pattern. Listen, it smells that, too. Listen, it's 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 a money pattern. If you can just get it just right, you you're, you're right. It does smell because you have to kind of aim either down or upstream from the diaper that's lodged <laughs> in the car seat. Uh, but once you figure that out, it's money. You'll catch them all day. I'm, I'm, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Paul to do a solid transition in there. I saw Andrew's wheels turning. I thought he was going to say something. They but, do that a lot, what, trust me. They just start going and they go, but, hey, there and, then they are, jump, and then they go reverse. But, but hold up, Andrew. On Bass and Bruise, you don't have brakes. Them bitches is gone. That line's been cut. Your brake fluid's gone. There's no urine. No, that's the concussions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, they, yeah, them concussions now, they something else. But you can say it on Bass and Bruise. I mean, if you want to talk shit about Alex, go ahead. And if you want, you text me and I'll say it. <laughs> All right. Well, with you guys being from the Northeast, this is something I'll do the transition for Paul. So this is something that I feel like I've had a struggle with, especially with putting videos out. Um, do you guys have any... All right, so I, I want to like know your thoughts and if you have any issues or have had any issues with spot burning. Yeah, I don't know yet. Okay. Because like, like us burning spots or other people, our spots getting burned. You guys, so like I put out videos and I've specifically had people reach out to me and be like, you're blowing up this spot that nobody knows about. Well, apparently my normal response is... <laughs> Well, my normal response is like 50 people watched my video. Go fuck yourself. Nobody knows that spot. <laughs> Settle down. I. So I there's mean, we, one spot. 
Yeah. And Andrew knows what I'm talking about, and I'm not even, I'm not even going to remotely say where it is. There is one spot. Nobody, not once, has reached out to me in all these years we do, and I'm the one that kind of manages all the social media stuff. So I read literally everything people send me. <clears throat> and I've got so many people that ask, and I never tell them where we are. Only our closest friends know, and even some of our closest friends don't know every spot because some of the spots we have, I mean, even going back to like 25 years in one case, some, someone gave it to me, and I'm going to respect that and not share it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they get the video aspect of the thing, but, you know, it's fucking every kettle pond in New Hampshire looks the same. Like, it doesn't matter. There's very rarely, like, a defining landmark. There's you know? a couple so, rocks on every shore. There's down trees on every shore, and there's pine trees fucking everywhere. So yeah. good luck trying to find it. Dude, right. southern New Hampshire to the fucking Pittsburgh. It doesn't matter. It all looks the same. So, <laughs> it, so like, they don't care if we make videos there or whatever. But there, there's one spot in particular. Still, nobody's talked to me directly, so I don't know how true this is. But the person I heard it from, I wholeheartedly believe. He's a wicked nice friend. Um. He, he told me, I, I was like, you know, I'm a little concerned because I'm starting to see the uptick in activity here. Maybe we're responsible. And he was like, yeah, I don't think so. I'm just as guilty because he's got a rap on his boat and he's active on social media. Uh, and he was like, oh, I mean, it could just be me too. I mean, like people can very easily tell when I'm here, you still not so much. You're like not that easily definable out in the water. You can't miss him by a fucking mile. Right. And, but he, he did admit, he was like, I've had a couple of locals like talk to me and say, <laughs> fuck you guys for <laughs> blowing up our spot you know what i say the same thing to them every time and it's we don't tell people where we are other than the fucking state with rare exceptions like winnipesaukee candlewood Champlain, knows those. Like, yeah dude, we're 50 well i think winnipesaukee is the smallest out of all those at forty-two thousand acres fucking right. good luck man if you could find the spot i don't <laughs> give a shit there's 10,000 more of them on that lake anyways. It doesn't matter. Um, same with Champlain. It's 250,000 acres. It's like 97 miles long. Even if you can find the spot, great. And if not, there's literally thousands of other spots just like that. So whatever, have at it. Everything else, we don't talk about it. What I've found is the only people that blow up those spots are the people that see it, recognize where it is because they've been there, and then they go open their fucking mouth to other people. Can you believe those fucking assholes fishing our spot? And- <laughs> yeah, Joe! Joe, those fuck 603 bass were fishing our favorite lake. Jimmy! <laughs> and they just, they keep going. And it's like, that's not my fucking fault. You guys couldn't shut the fuck up to each other. Dude, that's my favorite. I had a guy, I was uh, the local river that I fish at all the time. And uh, I, I'm the only kayak fisherman there. So it's somewhat noticeable because there's maybe like two bass boats that fish this area and me. And some random dude, he showed up with a wrapped boat from a local deli, which I thought was really funny. So I was like, well, when the fuck are delis just giving out sponsorships? <laughs> and, hey, uh, why don't you write that deli down and go holler at him? I mean, yeah, no come shit, on now. Right? But uh, he shows we up. We're on the Sandwich podcast. He starts telling me, he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I've never really been here before. Uh, but some guys were talking about that they seen some other dude. And this fucking asshole, I guess, is blowing up the spot. He catches big fish all the time and he's fucking rambling about it. And the whole time he's talking about me and he doesn't realize that he's talking to me about me because he's a fucking idiot. He just rolls the (laughs) whole way through. And then he's just like, yeah, so what are you doing back here? And I'm like, oh, I'm here for the bluegill fishing. I heard it's a a monster fishery for bluegills. (laughs) Out of this world. (laughs) And he's just like, ah, yeah, you know, YouTube's full of shit. All these guys lie. He probably didn't catch him here. And he went on his way. And I proceeded to put a pretty decent bag that day after I boldly lied to him. But he just uh, yeah. you're out fishing on his own honey hole. 
Uh, you know, yeah. Fucking spot on, bud. That's half of it. That's the majority of it, actually. I think there is, because I have had a guy who he hit me at the ramp, and he, like, physically, not physically, like, he actually came up to me like a man, like, it was like, listen, dude, you should not be recording or posting anything. And I was like, well, here's the thing. I don't name where I'm at ever. I bought this camera. I'm going to use it. Right. (laughs) And uh, he was just like, well, you're diminishing the bass population back here. And I was like, how the... Rewind it back, and he goes, well, when I was a kid, I would catch five-pounders all the time, and I haven't caught a two-pounder in years, but I go on your videos, and you stuck a almost seven-pounder back here. And I go, Mm -hmm. okay, well, that's not my fault. That's your fault. Hey, y'all need to start – you need to start carrying the permit in in your pocket. What's that? That's it's like you know when when somebody says some bullshit like that to you and you pull, oh, pull out, out so, your oh, I got license. a permit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, 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 not. no. This fucking thing tells yeah. me you can go fuck. I yourself. got a permit. <laughs> and I'm like, a permit? What kind of permit? You open it up, you show it to him, and say, I do what the fuck I want. Permit. <laughs> you see this boat registration? Yeah, it pays for your fucking launch that you guys launch off. Right. <laughs> I, I just think it's really weird. Like we we've talked to some guests in some other places and. Usually the spot burning thing isn't a big deal, but any but anytime we get the pleasure of talking to somebody from the Northeast, it's usually a hotter issue. It's it like the Northeast is. is fiery as fuck about their fishing spots. Everything is appears fiery. Everyone is always <laughs> it, it gets cold. They get pissed off. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, and and so like to your point earlier, where you were guys like we're like you know when you think of the Northeast, you don't think of like bass fishing per se. It's crazy how big it is all over New England. Like New Hampshire mm-hmm. alone. I forget the exact number of lakes, but New Hampshire Fishing Game has on record 640-something public access points. Wow. So there's a shit ton of different bodies of water in New Hampshire. Now, what? <laughs> not all of them are great, you know, and I'm assuming that's kind of the same everywhere. But when you have yeah. that density of bodies of water and maybe like one out of every 10 to 15 has like good quality and, and in quantity that you can go out there and like, you know, You've got your honey hole. You can run. Like, dude, I know if I go out here, like, one out of every three trips, I'm going to stick a couple of giants. Like, that's a great quality body of water that you can rely on. But they're a little bit harder to find. And a lot of fucking people are lazy pieces of shit. And they don't want to put in the, the time and effort for the water. And it, it, that's that's totally different from that's someone when they, that's, that's why they get pissed at you because you lie about your spots on fish brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right, though. But it's like most people don't want to put in the time to discover, like, what a good body of water from the other one. And like that, that's way fucking harder than learning any technique. And there's nothing wrong with anybody going out there and learning techniques and stuff. And however you consume that through any form of social media or articles or whatever, like dude, that's how you got to learn. But then trying to find good bodies of water, like you just got to put the time in, unless you're one of those bent pole pattern anglers that just goes out there and waits to see what other people are doing. And then you jump on it, which we're starting to see an increase in that around mm-hmm. our area, both New Hampshire, Vermont, um, in the middle of tournaments, in the middle of tournaments, that <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> I feel like that's oh, the right time. Hold to up, do hold it. Up. Tell us, <laughs> tell, tell us about, tell us about this asshole. What happened with this tournament? You want to do it or you want me to do it? We're both fishing. We, us and another buddy were fishing a spot during the tournament. And this dude just popped right in the middle of us, right on top of where we were casting, dropped straight down, caught three fish and then dipped. Yeah. But it's like, 
come on, dude. Like, we, I mean, the worst part a, was we were there listen, for he hours. He had a license. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it was our buddy DJ, DJ and Alex. There's uh, three boats, so six of us total, and one guy lives up close to this spot. So he didn't stay with us, but you know the other five of us are staying at Airbnb. And the night before, we all talked. We're like, all right, what's the game plan? Because it's not that big of a tournament. And like, there's no, there's just cash at the end. Like, we don't give a shit. As long as one of the three of us does well, like, we're stoked. I didn't give a fuck. Like, our, our buddy DJ ended up finishing, uh, DJ and Alex finished, I think, third on the Four, weekend. Third or fourth. I think it was third. They made a good, cut, a good paycheck. Uh, but anyway, so like the night before, we were talking. It was more about to understand, like, okay, what's your plan A, B, and C? So, depending on boat number, like I know what spots just you're going to be there and we don't need to be on top of each other on these bodies of water. There's plenty of great spots. I have my preferences, but all my backup plans are fine. And this, this was a spot that our buddy DJ and Alex were like, that's our go-to. And they drew an early number. They went out there, they were there for hours and we were doing pretty good. We needed a couple of key calls. So we pulled up on this spot and we're like, how's it going? They're like, yeah, yeah, good. And there's like two separate rock piles and there's this like little trough right between them. So they're close, but it's essentially two spots that are like separated by 20 feet. And they're like, park out there, fish the further rock pile, and we'll stay on this one. We're like, sweet. And then that guy, like Andrew said, pulled up between us, parked literally right on top of the rock piles. Like, we're, we're like max, not quite max casting distance. We're like maybe 200 <laughs> feet away from each other. Just perfect to beat the piss out of those and not blow up the spots from being on top of them. Dude rolls right in, drops down, plucks three fish, and bails. It was the audacity of what he said after that made him an asshole. And in all fairness, he's been very nice ever since. But uh-huh. at the time, it's a fucking asshole because he posted, <laughs> and I quote almost word for word, he's like, yeah, day two was great. You know, it was pretty awesome coming in with a bag that big, pulling up on a spot that nobody else was catching fish from and pulling fish up right in front of him and making a great day of it. Oh, and I remember reading stupid. that, and I was like, the audacity of this motherfucker i got a five fish bag right here (laughs) (laughs) my whole thing is is. my whole thing is nowadays with with fishing in general from a social media standpoint from a tournament standpoint from just watching somebody catch fish out there farting around on the weekend you go over there a spot is a spot, but that doesn't mean that you're going to be able to catch those fish in that spot because 100%. there are particular you know, ways, techniques to be able to catch those fish. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've got a few buddies at the lake that we fish a lot here. They can go catch fish at a spot and I go there and do the same thing and try and try my hardest and, and just can't get it. I can't get it right. And they can. So, I mean, you know, sh- sure, there there are spots. But you think about it, a lot of spots now are community holes. They're, they're not they're Almost not every secret. single one of them is. Yeah. They're, and with, tech, with the technology we have for facing sonar and the side imaging and down imaging and shit, there's a, I mean, you can find shit nowadays super easy. I mean, topographic maps. You can say, damn, that looks good as hell. And you show up out there Saturday morning and start fishing it. And to get that guy comes out, I was like, how'd you know about this? And well, I just fucking looked at a map. I mean, what <laughs> right. do you, I mean, shit, you know, I don't know. I'm just here fishing. But you think about it, there's seven days in a week. There's 24 hours in a day. How many people are fishing that spot that you never, ever see because you're not out there at the same time? 
Right. So the the spot burning stuff to me is is gets to be overblown with these folks because one you still have to catch the fish, and two there's people fishing your spots the days that you aren't out there, and yeah, you, don't and own you just spot. don't know you don't about own it. the water. You don't own anything. Mm-hmm. You, you own the boat mm-hmm. you're on. That's about it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and it's just to me, it's, it gets to be an overblown thing. I mean. You know, sure, tournament time comes around and you get there first and somebody wiggles their way in. You know, probably some words can get thrown in. But in general, just out there fishing and and having a spot, I mean, there there ain't too many secrets left anymore. Not many. There's some. They're still out there, but there ain't many. No, and really at this point, the only real secrets left to be found is through time on the water. You know, anybody can go Mm -hmm. out there with side imaging and make a 360 – forward-facing sonar and break down literally everything that lake has to offer but you know doesn't mean anything if you haven't put the time in on the water to understand what any of that information means that's right to catch them yeah and that just takes time and commitment and a willingness to explore different avenues of what you can throw at them and how you do it and your cadence like you know it is there's a million different ways and often more often than not like a ton of different variables that goes into it to understanding well first discovering what makes a good spot or sorry discovering a good spot and then secondary to that what makes that spot good in general too and with that understanding you know then you can understand even further like okay well now i can i know when i can rely on this and when i can't because this rarely is a spot automatic all year you know what i mean there's there's windows mm-hmm. throughout the year so the whole yeah the whole spot burning thing is kind of weird there is one lake that i know that one spot always holds at least one giant fish and you just caught a six two out of it yeah where's, okay. uh, where's uh, what's the gps on that spot how 6.44 i'll believe how it out. Is... don't worry i'll believe it out. and five two seven and six three six and yeah. how was that fish only six pounds because looking at it Dude, it just it huge. looked it was it probably 19 be... inches long Yep. It had to it be an short. Alex fish, really short. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because that because it was fat. It had it had that fall feed. It had that fall feed on. It was a fat fish. Dude, it's it's funny because I have three six pounders I've caught in my life that had no fucking business being over six pounds. It's only because they had just eaten a bait fish. Like my yeah. my previous PB at six and a quarter that had stood from two thousand nine until I broke it again in twenty twenty with a seven pound five ouncer that was maybe five pounds but mm. i could see it like it had a big tail sticking out of its throat and it, the stomach is all lumpy misshapen i just got lucky and then i've caught another one um i forget the hell that one was or when that was but same deal like it was all lumpy and deformed and i was like okay well that's got a bait fish freshly down in there too but whatever it's still six and then that one there's no way that thing didn't either just eat like a handful of little bluegill or perch or something, or just swallowed something big all in one shot, and we didn't see the tail. Listen, but it didn't catch another six. Listen, in light of uh, what what happened with the walleye fisherman and the also the, <laughs> the past last two episodes of Bass and Brews, where we give out um, uh, man, what's the word? Not awful advice. Uh, <laughs> Shitty advice. Advice. But listen, I don't know if anywhere in any rule book it says, I know it says you can't put weights, but does it say you can't put bait fish down a fish's throat? 
Yes, you cannot alter the damn fish, Alex. God, I'm not. <laughs> so what I do is I take my live well and I put a shit ton of goldfish. And that motherfucker's gonna eat them, right? And just because those goldfish might have sinkers in their belly, uh, that's not I my fault. I caught him first thing in the morning. I felt bad. He was gonna miss lunch. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, so uh, you're like again, the lobster guys on TikTok that when they catch the lobsters that are too big to keep, they give them a fish and throw them back in the water. Exactly. <laughs> So I'm saying, so if you guys want to go out there starting next spring, you guys hit that local tournament, do the old Babcast move, and that's uh, you fill your goldfish full of sinkers and feed said goldfish to your bass, and you'll be good to go. Yeah, don't let li nobody listen to Alex. Uh, you know what? Oh, I like this. You can't keep, yeah, yeah. This is terrible. This is terrible advice. We're gonna be on the news. I learned this from. All right. So the social media listen, side, the content listen, creation. All publicity no, is good publicity. That is true, but your advice fucking sucks. <laughs> so the social media content side of it, producing the social media, do y'all go out every trip with the intent of creating content? Well, yes, but nothing specific. Because it's New England is so... Volatile. It's a day-to-day -day thing. You, it really hour is. hour thing. You have no idea what the hell is going to happen. It's funny. We were actually we were talking about this all year because this was like the first year in many years where we had like something consistent. Like that jig bite usually comes and goes. You get like a good window where it's either like the thing or a major part of what they want for the day. And then, you know, you get like swim jig bite or spinnerbait bite, jackhammer bite, whatever, you know, jerkbait bite, square bills, and then it comes back around and the jig's on fire again for a week or two, and then it's Texas rig and so on and so forth. This is the first year, and I don't know how long, where it's like, holy shit, that jig bite just never died. Like, from the moment it picked up for, like, the next five months, it just never died. Mm. So that this was, like, the first year where it was kind of like, okay, now we can really kind of, like, plan at least our approach, but there's really – there's rarely ever a plan for actual content – and like I can tell you exactly three videos where it was like, I have an idea for what I want to do. And it was the Bass Fishing Quick Tips series. We did one on the Tamiki rig. We did one on bladed, uh, yeah, blade baits. Blade baits. And then one on ice out fishing. And then there's a couple other ones. But like, actually, no. I take that back. Only two of those we actually did in the boat. The other one we did here on the, against this wall. Um, so like, we just, it, it, that's a really long answer. But no, because again, it's, it's so volatile. It, it's so like damn near impossible to plan it out. Like we even go out, like fuck the videos. We're just trying to figure out what we want to do tomorrow and what we hope is going to be. And I'll spend two hours retying all my shit the night before and get out there. And I always end up guessing wrong anyway, for the first 20 minutes, I fucking retie everything again. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, I think it's funny. You make all that Sean and you coming from the gaming sphere too. Right. So you hear all this, like uh, this, this advice on how to get good at YouTube, social media, blah, blah, blah. And they're always like, plan your videos out, plan their videos out. That does not work in the outdoor realm, especially the fishing realm, right? Like we can't plan on whether this animal is going to participate or not. Otherwise, right. we'd all be really fucking good at this. Right. And like, then if, if, if we could just go down there and say, hey, I'm trying to film a fucking video where I got to <laughs> I'm Do you mind eating this? Right, right, exactly. Like, don't worry, you eat it. I've got goldfish full of sinkers that I'll feed right back to you. Right. And um, then that's like, that's the thing I've always wanted to be able to do was, like, fucking anybody can go out there and pick any topic and sit on their boat and just talk about it. And you can tell when somebody knows their shit and when somebody's, like, clearly just trying to stretch the limits of the limited knowledge that they have. Like, 
as you become more knowledgeable through all the experience that you have and you really understand all the nuances of something, you can fucking tell when somebody doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Wait, what'd you Alex say? Not, Alex, <laughs> what'd you say about Alex a psycho? Not, <laughs> Alex and I were talking about something like that a little bit earlier today. There's like, like, to be completely honest, and I, I put a TikTok out earlier this week, right? And the TikTok was Theo Vaughn, and he has that cut where he's like, listen, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Never have. I never will. And then I cut to whatever. But, like, we have a lot of tournament guys on. That is not my realm. I've only been bass fishing since 2016. What I do have is a love for the sport, but I will never, when I look right into you, camera, I will never tell you I'm a fucking expert because I'm fucking not. Well, you, you know what I'm an expert at? Do. I'm an expert at drinking beer and talking shit. That's, that, that's the level I can give you. And hopefully get other people on this show uh, to be the experts because, I mean, Paul pretends, but he wasn't even a starting kicker. <laughs> he, was he wasn't even but a he starting did start one game. He wasn't even the a starting Al, Al punter. Bundy he started one game. So, uh, <laughs> like, we're not it. What we do you say is Al we Bundy. bring people on who know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. Right. And we, do, we do the same thing, and that's the thing we've always said is, like, yeah, we know a lot about a lot, but with the exception of, like, maybe – jigs like i i wouldn't consider us like absolute experts on anything there's plenty of other people that know way more fucking than we do oh, a lot yeah. of things but we've been clear about that since day one but we have found mm -hmm. a way to be able to communicate the extent of our knowledge and yes. the extent of our knowledge like you know we we know a lot about this area of this but the, it fucking clearly stops here okay anything beyond that there's a little bit of guesswork here <laughs> that's they, that's yeah, that's the disconnect that you'll see uh, on the social media world of people sharing techniques and tips and stuff like that is you can you can tell when somebody is is talking about something that they just watched a video on. You oh, yeah. can tell when they they the practice that they put into it isn't there. They they hadn't actually done it to a point to be able to talk about it. You only know what you know. And the people that articulate that look this is what i do and this is what i know is different from somebody going out there and talking about some shit that they just watched a few videos on they went out to their you know their golf cart pond and did whatever i mean that's that's the whole thing with sharing information and the, the educational side of fishing right is you have a lot of people trying to share educational information that a lot of people can't tell that they have they really don't know what they're talking about. They're right. regurgitating information versus the people that do know what they're talking about, which is someone that you can actually believe and trust in and what they're doing. And you know, learning is learning. Take it for what it is. But I like to go to the people that I know have done it and they're coming from experience and have been out there and in it, not just somebody regurgitating some more information. What's that guy's name? Kenny. Um, I was just looking at was it Kenny Blockett? Is that his name? Powers. Oh, Kenny Powers. <laughs> yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I've uh, I haven't wa I've watched one video from him, but I've I've heard Randy Blockett. Randy Blockett. Randy Blockett. Randy Blockett. Uh, Randy, Blockett. Yeah. Randy Blockett. That's a dude all I was talking shit about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he knows a lot, right? He knows a lot. Uh, he was a professional angler. Gets, he gets like six to seven thousand views on a video as he's in his car rambling uh, about how people shouldn't uh, 
fucking celebrate during but, fishing, right? But but, but it's because on. he's so established and he does know what he's talking about when it comes to some things, right? That this dude has zero production value, no on the water. It's literally him in like his garage or him in his car waiting to pick up his kid from kindergarten and but tens of thousands of views. It's insane. I but, have no idea who this guy is. I don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> Randy Blockett. It's interesting. Here's what he does. So he's a professional angler who had a, a good career in the 90s, late yeah. late 80s and in the 90s. And so fish, it, it was the top 150. It wasn't an elite CM, but he, he had a good career when it comes down to bass fishing. But what he's done with his channel is the channel started off as tips and techniques. And it's, it's really valuable. I mean, you get a lot of information from somebody that fished at the highest level of bass fishing competition there was. But he also is a fucking wizard at creating content because he, he creates this educational side of it, but he also creates the shit that, that, that brews diarrhea storms. I mean, yes. He, he, the tips and tricks are great, but he creates that controversy and, and he's, you know, he's an older guy. He's got to be in his mid fifties. He is really, really good at creating controversy and getting people to his page to watch his 10 to 12 minute videos of him either teaching you something or rambling about some, about fucking forward facing someone or on how it's going to make fishing. You know, he did that. He, yeah, he, he got famous lift. for that. <laughs> like a year ago right but but i will say you guys should check out he just did one about like some people i think it was today i watched i watched it today but i, I think it did come out today it was some people shouldn't catch fish i was like what the fuck is this so i pulled it <laughs> See, up that's and that kind of i, I kind of like that. that like i want to watch it but i'm like i can't just tim <laughs> no it was a full old man rant where he's like listen somebody that Get takes the lung. fish and when they have the jig in it they go like that to push the jig out. It's disrespectful mm. to the fish. They should never get to catch one. I was like, I've been slapping oh, the fish by a fish, so I slap them right back. I know, right? Give your balls a tug, old man. Come on. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> oh, it's gone. Dude, it was yeah. the funniest thing. And that's where it like dawned on me when I was looking at it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to skip all of his educational videos. I just want to go to his controversial. And they're all, again, in his car waiting to pick up his kid. No, no he's driving value. down the road. He's he literally just holding his phone driving like this. Down the road. And he's like, listen, <laughs> Tonar is going to destroy everything. It's but from a from a content creation standpoint, he has figured it out. And he's got, yeah. he's probably at 100,000 subscribers on YouTube now. I mean, social media is education, entertainment, or big ass fish. At that's, this point, that's the three I things have... that people are going to come look at your channel for. And if you can blend all of them, or if you're really good at one of them, then, you know, that's, that's the ticket that, that it's at, but you still have to, you got to be able to bring new people in. And sometimes that means a little bit of clickbait. And sometimes that means you go off on a rant talking about some bullshit, but you know, I mean, that's the content creation side of it and finding who your niche is and find, we've talked about this numerous times on this podcast. When people come on to your comment section and talk shit and tell you a dumb ass and stuff like that that's probably worth twice as much as somebody say man that's awesome because your fans are going to then engage with that person and defend you and go to it and before you know it you know there's 200 and something comments because of, of the the naysayers because of the trolls 
I got one on TikTok right now about fucking self-checkout at Walmart. And motherfuckers are still commenting on it. That bitch is a month old. <laughs> I got more comments than I have likes on that video. Haters make I mean, I, Yeah. I've learned two things from this last little talk. One, um, Paul will take every opportunity to talk about his self-checkout drama. Uh, <laughs> he's been talking about it for a month now. And then two, I've decided I want to have Randy block it on, but Paul's not going to be there. And I just want me Shit. and Andrew because Andrew looks so mad about that whole conversation. <laughs> I'd like Andrew, just me and Andrew interviewing him about the modern thoughts of bass fishing. <laughs> it's a bad idea. It's a real bad idea. You should definitely do it. <laughs> This is Bass and Brews podcast. Every idea we have ain't worth a shit. You know, so I we are thinking, here for the bad ideas. You got us I, on. I, I, I was thinking like our show is definitely a little rougher, right? But like we're never gonna like embarrass a guest or like be a dickhead, right? Only but Alex. I was wondering if there's Alex. a way that we could like do a show, but like trick people to come on, and it's like it's like, like being we, punked. Exactly, right? <laughs> but just to be like controversial the whole time. So it'd be like bring on um and ah shit. I'm gonna mention it anyways. Fuck it. I know you guys are affiliated with them, right? But we bring on somebody from Strike uh Strike King. And then yep, we talk to them about how the terrible. rage tale isn't that proprietary. Like like we just try to be as rude as possible the whole time. <laughs> like see how long we can get this show to go. You know what I mean? Like we bring the Googans on. And when we go, well, how does anybody even know about you? Like, just be a dickhead, like, uh, the whole you... time and, like, see how far we can get with it. So you guys are famous? Right. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show, John B. Can you do me a favor and just tell everybody who you are? I don't think anybody knows who you are. I don't think any of my listeners know who you are. I know you're a small-time content creator. Um, yeah. Like, I wonder how, like, if we could get away with that. Who is your first pro staff? Right. <laughs> Right, we gotta have what? Gerald Swindle on. Here we go, yeah. Gerald Swindle. Um, I know you don't know a lot about jig fishing, so let me tell you a little bit about it. Right. Like, Alex is like, "Gee, man, let me tell you something. I have been pitching a jig into a terracotta pot in my backyard for two weeks. Let me tell you about jig fishing, motherfucker. Listen, because y'all gotta follow Alex to to get that joke because he's been don't practicing. Talk. It's been cold as fuck. It's been cold as fuck. I don't have anything to do. I don't have a fucking job right now. Um, I can't go fishing because it was like in between like, you know, duties of like grocery shopping and bullshit. So I was casting jigs into a flower pot from the playground. That's Dude, all right. It pays off. It absolutely pays off. It I does. Like, I a large National Geographic's behind you. What? <laughs> No, they're Plano fucking they're Plano boxes. Oh, they're like National Geographics with a I know those are the Plano oh. edge boxes, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking this guy. He's Why would I have National Geographics behind me? I don't know. Well, I, you did put up a purple blanket behind you for six episodes. <laughs> Maybe he's got a thing for like Aboriginal women and their titties in the National <laughs> Geographic. You never oh know. Oh my god. <laughs> you got a, you got a deer Dude. back there, you got a skateboard. Yes. Yes. Look, uh, we're yeah, all yeah. old enough to remember the National Geographic books that everybody had bent the page in where all the boobies were. Listen, it all was the between National Geo and the Sears catalog. Those were uh, money in my household. 
All right, back <laughs> to the content side. Back to the content side. So y'all gotta go grab go another out. beer and potty. Good luck. Y'all, y'all don't plan a trip out. Do you do you ever go out and record a fishing trip and you don't get any bites or you get bites and you miss them? And do you put that shit out? Do you do you show the shitty side of fishing when because I haven't watched all of your videos? So are you putting out the shit where you're going out there and having a tough ass day? Or are you just taking oh, yeah. it home, hitting delete and going, we'll get it, we'll get it next week? It's sometimes. Yeah, well, years ago, that always went up because we weren't as nearly consistent as we are now. Mm. Uh, but I was also a lot better on those really bad days about being able to, like, at least articulate what the hell it was trying to do and what I saw and, yeah. and just, like, explain it. Like, I couldn't fucking connect the dots. This is what I saw. And I don't know. And there was at least, like, there was at least some sort of lesson in those videos. And it wasn't every mm -hmm. bad day, but, like, there was quite a few I was able to like articulate okay I learned something about this and in hindsight now at the end of the day I should have fucking done that something like that nowadays mm. we're fortunate in that we don't rare we rarely have a bad day like that you know like mm. we've only skunked I've skunked twice this year it was wow. a third no I actually didn't I thought I was no. gonna say I skunked at that tournament but I didn't I actually caught one fish and I slept half the day on the back of the boat yeah, you were sick as hell. But even our, our first ice out trip. Hungover sick? <laughs> no, just. Well, it's a, we think it was a, was RSV is running around up oh, here in the Northeast shit. like crazy. Yeah. Because then, like, he was sick as hell. And then, like, a couple days after we got back, so we're all sharing an Airbnb together. Like, I wow. ended up having the same thing as him, and it lingered. My kids had it. Couldn't figure out what the fuck it was until I started asking around. My my dad's my girlfriend <laughs> Thanks. is. Thanks, uh, Andrew. I, I don't even want to elaborate really what she does other than she understands all that shit exceptionally well. Mm -hmm. uh, very, very knowledgeable and all that. And she was like, oh, well, I told her something. She's like, RSV, right off the bat. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh it makes sense. I mean, she could have been wrong in all fairness, but I was like, no, yeah. fuck. Like, yeah. that's what I, I had. was like, God damn it. I think that's what everybody had. And it spread like wildfire around here. Um, mm -hmm. But at any rate, so. I, actually, that, that was the last time I had a drink because I was so. I had must have taken eight showers in two days just to like, hot showers <laughs> and the only thing that actually helped a lot was the showers and whiskey yeah oh there you go well, hotty toddy <laughs> but uh so anyway like i i had two skunks in the spring the first two trips of the year andrew had um i dude i don't think you've skunked once yet this year you've had a couple of one fish days but i don't think you've skunked yet mm -hmm. so it's just like we're fortunate in that like we're there's always at least some form of content that we rarely have to delete anything. Um, I will say probably two of the three or four most recent videos where it's like, like the most recent one I just did that back to back on the Tamiki. That was a shit day, but like that little Such snippet was good. And I remember saying at the end of the day, like when we have a bad day like that, I forget to elaborate on the things we're doing. That could have been a great Demiki rig tips video mm -hmm. because I know what we're doing. It was just, it was a shit day. The lake shut off. We're out there fishing with a buddy that's been fishing there for like fucking 20 years. And he is a hammer. He caught two fish. So yeah. it wasn't just us. The lake shut off. And I, I if I had pulled my head out of my ass, I wasn't so buttered about the fact they didn't catch a fish for like six hours. We're out there. Could have made a great Demiki rig video. But as it was, I was like, well, that like, three minute clip was pretty funny we'll just make something from that so it's rare we throw something like entirely at now there's we usually have at least one or two clips that'll save the day so we can at least make some sort of short or something uh, yeah so on that that brings up a good point brings up a question for me do you think as y'all progressed in your content creation and fishing that 
where, and you said this earlier, you would have made a video about the Demiki bite and how you fished it and given those tips. Do you think the more y'all have created that content, it sounds like maybe you have, you're starting to miss maybe those opportunities for the educational side of it. And you're just kind of tied into that catch. Yeah. When we're fishing, we're so focused on fishing and catching mm-hmm. fish. Like, we don't even notice the cameras there anymore. We, it takes five minutes to set them up in the morning. It takes five minutes to tear, tear them down at the end of the day. We're so focused on mm. what we're doing to catch fish. Not even necessarily to create content, but just to be out there fishing right. and catching fish. And the camera's just running in the background, so it's just <laughs> part of the boat now. Yep, I've yeah. got them set up so that they can run... I think the audio recorders can go about 11 hours before the battery will die. Mm. Um, the GoPros now are set up. They can run about 14 straight hours. Like mm. I literally, we literally hit record and walk away and that's it for the day. So, and, but that's the thing, like I'm trying to get better and I've talked to Andrew about a thousand times. We, and we in turn continue to talk about, it. I'm trying to get better at like seizing those opportunities. I literally even said it on the drive up. I was like, dude, I've got three different video ideas. We should totally record while we're out here today. And we, we just didn't because video making is still second. Always That's has been. It, yeah. to, it's just, it's always been second to becoming better anglers. And if we can make a video from it and I can remember and it just flow, like everything comes naturally with the mood and everything, like that's when I we make our best videos. But like if I'm fucking grumpy like I was Sunday because I the lake shut off and I couldn't figure him out, uh, it just, I'm not in the mood to make a video and I, I should be because it's like, what the hell am I going to do? I was out there for six hours and we were thumb up our ass. Like we should, we should have taken even a half an hour of the day. We could have made two really good videos that absolutely would have made sense. Like not in that day, but it doesn't mean that that information isn't still applicable for that time of the year. Right. So it's I, just at this point now, it's more about like, I don't know, I guess discipline in the sense like do if we really want to continue to take this that next level and, and get content out on a regular basis like i should have maintained discipline in that moment and, and made a fucking video <laughs> but i don't but know also, man. I, think... I think hold on paul i i think yeah <laughs> that is refreshing because i can see it in your videos that not every so you can tell some youtubers where you can tell when the day didn't go right and they had to make a fucking video right Uh and i get it because like that's their job at that point or it's like supremely their side hustle right and they and and i get it and there's the whole discipline thing i guess right but when i when i watch your guys videos i can tell that you guys are there for the fish you're not there like the video is definitely (laughs) secondary which is refreshing because like sometimes something's off or, or something like that, right? But you're still showing the whole thing and those imperfections. What they show me as a viewer is that you give more of a fuck about catching that fish than making sure that everything's lined up properly mm, mm. to be the most pristine video, which in turn, I don't know, as an older person watching, um, I fucking dig that. Like I don't need the quick catches. Like I'm, I'm fucking 38. I'm not a child. I understand how fishing works. I understand like it's not going to be perfect. And when you guys see, I I don't know, when when I see that, I think it's fucking awesome. I think those little imperfections actually add to 
kind of your whole <laughs> overall theme. Oh, it's real. We're not nothing scripted. Right. Yeah. Our podcast no. isn't our stream live stream whatever the fuck it is yep. isn't scripted. Nothing we do is scripted, unless we have some sort of like an outline of where we kind of want to keep the any short clip around. Like other than that, yeah, just it's just those quick tip videos we do. Um, we did the like recently we did the top five fall baits for smallmouth and largemouth. Like those are scripted in the sense of like the top five videos. It's like okay, sure. um, we're gonna talk about top five baits for smallmouth. These are my yep. top five. What are yours? Okay, well these are my top five. Okay, well just fucking tell me what it is that you like about all five and i'll make a video from it and it, it took us a while <laughs> and, but i mean in all fairness i've been doing this since 2009 so i and we made like i forget it like 850 fucking videos on the gaming channel so i have a mm-hmm. lot more experience and practice doing this than andrew does so it comes to me more naturally so it goes a little faster for me but he's definitely improved especially over the last fucking even like six months to the year so it gets better and easier but that that's literally the extent of what we I guess plan on, you know, that the quick tips video is Demiki rig. Like I, that, that was the plan Demiki rig. And I probably talked for 20 minutes. And by the time I boiled it all down to like, you know, cut all the fluff and mm-hmm. shit, I repeated, it was like five minutes, whatever it ended up being. That That's how every video goes. It's just like, I have a topic in mind and it's specific to like, you know what we've been fucking working this kind of situation for jesus christ sorry for the last three years and all of a sudden it fucking clicked like you understand it <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know and like i don't want to talk about that but like that's that's the extent of what we actually plan no no i, I think that's perfect and 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 your last couple of videos i will say so you have the normal length of videos for a fishing video you have a lot of those and you can tell because those have been good days but you can yep. also tell like they've been tougher days as of late because some oh, yeah. of your videos are only a, like five minutes long, six minutes long, right? But even as like when I, so me as a viewer, a consumer of your content, I look at that and I go, man, motherfucker had to struggle to put this one on. I definitely <laughs> want to see this, right? Like if, you know what I mean? Like a lot of guys are going to put out 20 minute videos no matter what it is. And it's full of fluff and everything in the middle. Oh, you guys fucking cut right stand to that. it. You cut, I mean, I like it on some of them, right? Like if if you're going to be a full storytelling and you're going to take me on a whole venture, I get that, right? But if you're going to spend 20 minutes telling me about how you're a pro staff for 14 fucking companies and you don't catch anything, like I I was trying to channel, like I literally was editing a video today, right? Like, again, this is all your guys' fault uh, on getting me on these jigs. I fished on Sunday. I didn't catch a fucking fish, but I wanted to release this video. I sent a thing out and people wanted to see like the struggle. You know how fucking yep. hard it is to fucking edit a video where you don't catch a fish. It fucking sucks. One, it's like just reliving the bullshit, but uh, like cutting it down. It's a, it's a really short video. Cause I didn't fucking didn't catch anything. I had three bites. You can see the bites. I talk a little bit, this and that, but and then I realized I was watching some other bigger channels like, oh, shit, they're struggling, too. We had just as many bites, but their video is 20 fucking minutes. Like, why? Well, they put uh, it out. People see that it's a 20 minute long video. They're like, oh, I'll watch it. And then I get they just it. get lost in the bullshit. And then yeah. at the end of it, they're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> so, Paul, your question earlier about, like, do we throw away footage? I'm streaming with the Sony A6400 or whatever it is. That's the camera that our subscribers 
bought for us from all the live stream shit we did. I think after like the first twenty something episodes we did, we yeah, uh, what a fucking donations flex right enough. there. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> dude, the <laughs> thing's fucking, fucking it's sexy. It's a great camera, and we take it on the boat to like record with every once in a while. Yeah. That thing is a fucking curse because like the last four months, every time I've taken it out, I'm like, cause like, I think back to early John B videos and I think to like every Polonic video and I love what they like, what and I haven't watched a John B video in years, but yeah, the B roll is phenomenal. And like, like, especially Polonic's videos, Kyle does a fucking incredible job with those. Amazing. Like, I would love Next to do level. a video like that literally every fucking time i've tried to do it with this camera and i'll be out there in the driveway like i'm rigging shit up i'm putting stuff in i'm get the camera I'm like oh yeah it's fucking sexy the side of the boat all the fucking rods yeah this is great you know, like 20 minutes of b-roll and it's the dog shittiest fucking day of fishing we've ever had every time and it's like i would love to be able to do one of those videos but i fucking refuse to be misleading in anything that i do because I don't have to like as much as I would love for this whole thing to blow up and we can make this like a career. We need and a third that is the goal. Too. We need a, we need somebody that's going to film us. That's the only way you're going to get those shots. That's do it. you guys edit your own uh, footage? Yep. I do the vast majority of the editing. A Andrew's done quite a few of the reels and stuff, but like any, like yeah. the full, full length videos yeah. on the channel. Those are the ones I do. See, I, I find like, even today, like I feel like if I had somebody else editing, it, it would have been a better, better video. But because I knew that I wasn't going to catch a fucking fish at all, like, I, I don't know. I feel like sometimes when you're editing it, too, you're like, I didn't why catch I anything. Doing... Why am I doing this, right? Like, and I know <laughs> there is value to show that you're struggling, and that's, I guess, something people want to see. But in my head, I'm like, I don't fucking want to see that. Like, I put a video out. The, the video came out today, uh, a couple hours ago. I haven't fucking checked the stats at all. I don't give a fuck, to be honest. Because um, <laughs> I didn't see, catch we a talk, fucking fish. We talked about this last week, too, though. There, You're either putting content out that, that you enjoy and that you want to put out and you want to edit, and or you're putting out content that your viewers and your subscribers want to see. Yeah. And so you know which which one are you doing and there's only a small amount of people that i've watched and i follow that can do both you know the people that are putting out content because they don't give it they don't give a shit if one person watches it this is what they want to do they want to put it out there and they have a good time with it and then you have the other people that they're they're always striving to put out what what's going to bring in those viewers for that there's nothing wrong with either one of them but understanding why you're putting the content out, I think, makes the expectations expectable. I mean, yeah. if we put out a shit video where we don't catch anything and we're here to try and teach people and help people, mm -hmm. if we don't put out a video that has anything to do with any of that, that's what our viewers are looking for, what's the fucking point of putting it out? Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that, that's it in a nutshell. It's like, you know, back to using the fucking fancy camera for making videos and stuff. Like it's gotta be real. It's gotta be timely and it, it's gotta make fucking sense. Uh, but more than anything, it's gotta be real. Like I would love to make a video with all that extra B roll and make it fucking sexy. And there's been plenty of opportunities that we just pissed away for lack of a way to put it. Cause that's really a poor way to represent that. But like, I think back to our Champlain trip, we were out there for four days. We fucking hammered him. We fished 
three full days and then for like five hours the last day we we're there before we had to make like, a three hmm. and a half hour drive back we caught 220 something fish in three Holy and a half days and 102 of them in one day yep and it was and that that 102 fish day we had 22 pounds on our best five anchored hmm. by a four pound 12 ounce smallmouth that andrew caught ah, i think it was a hair over 21 pounds actually and that was all on the uh the beast coast uh minnow right that's the live minnow that they put out oh yeah uh, put them in there <laughs> yeah the one full of weights yeah <laughs> that like that would have been a fucking fantastic weekend to take advantage to do that but yeah. again filming has always come secondary and it's something i'm trying to recondition myself to like Okay, it's still secondary, but I'd like to put in a little bit more effort when the opportunity presents itself. And the distraction of how many fucking fish we were just catching. Oh, it was yeah, just dude, like yeah. we literally a sat on like one that, spot for right. four, three or four hours, and we pulled off 40, 50 fish, and like it was back to we, back to back to back to back to back cast. Like it was. Mm. We had that dive. We literally boil it down to a one foot diameter circle. Mm-hmm. And like we had the boat positioned just right. And if it wasn't right, even if I was off a foot, just to make it easier for us to hit that, I'd fucking unspot lock and park it back there. And we just take turns, like two or three casts at a time. And the moment one of us hit it, we're both just looking at each other like, yep, that's it. And it was automatic for, for almost four hours. Every fucking time you hit that one foot circle, you caught there was a fish. So much it was current, the dumbest thing I've ever so many fish moving in and out of there. It was yeah. That's educational right there because, you, you, again, this goes back to the spot side. You can see somebody out there catching a damn fish on a spot from a YouTube video or out there fishing, and they can go to it and not catch it through the same damn bait because they are a foot off from the angle that cast needs to be at. Mm-hmm. You know, or they're that's, using something uh, even an eighth of an ounce too heavy. That's or right. Too light. Or, yeah. Or what were they using eight pound test instead of six pound? Right, the intricacies that come into actually catching, getting that fish to bite, not even reeling it into the boat, but getting the motherfucker to bite because you can't catch a fish unless it bites. Well, I mean, I guess you can snag it, but Mike you Long. know, yeah, <laughs> but that that still comes down to the point that 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 would have been very educational to be like, look, this is this is what they're biting, how they're biting it, and this is how we have to approach them. Or it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, it's, All right, uh, boy. It's made a sexy montage. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that would have been a great video to like, oh, like you just said, break it down much more educationally. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys, uh, I will loan Jabberhammer out. Um, you guys just have to send me five Slim Jims and sla- uh, Jabberhammer there will uh, produce all your videos. He can't Slim edit. Jims? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Hold on. Vermont film. beef jerky stuff. No, no. Hold on. Hold on. No, I have. Duke's I teriyaki. I got a deal. <laughs> you I, 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 I was trying to be cheaper for you guys. Slim Jims are way cheaper. <laughs> you have to pay me. <laughs> we have higher standards. <laughs> I have hours have upon hours. You don't even want to get into snacks. <laughs> uh, uh, easy oh, now. I'm, I'm bad as fuck. We're going to get into snacks. Don't get me into no snack talk now. Pretty shortly, we're going to get into snacks. <laughs> I have hours of video of me actually catching fish that have never seen the light of any social media because I fucking hate everything after catching and recording. <laughs> I hate that shit. And I put out some videos. But man, I hate that shit to no fucking end. It is it. I'm, I'm gonna start sending Alex on my shit, and he's gonna produce there it, it. There it is. There he go. says this every time. He goes, 
He goes, hey, because I have mentioned, I like uh, editing. I like doing the whole, that creative process. I, I dig doing that. And then fucking Paul goes like, well, listen, you don't have a fucking job anymore. So I'll just send you all this shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, just he's over there stopped. reading his National Geographics. Exactly. <laughs> no, he's not reading up and he's just flipping all the booby pages, all the book pages with the titties on them. He's just looking for titties. <laughs> Tell you what, yeah, I mean, dude, I, 100 gigabyte on Google Drive is only fucking $2 a month. It's an easy way to drop footage to your buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going he's gonna to get it. I mean, Hold I on. Also, Fuck you. Fuck you, Sean. Don't fucking put this on me. <laughs> Fuck you. It's already Listen, been put on you. You've got to deal with him for an hour and a half. To it. And i got to deal with this hour and a half to three hours every week, and you want to fucking put hours more on to me? <laughs> but, but. I will, but I will only be picking on you, not in real time. So you can edit that shit out if you'd like. That's true. Or you can make like just an absolute fucking grand slam of montage, which is being like a dick. You put up this like the, <laughs> the, the but, real jabber hammer past. behind the scenes. <laughs> the yeah. truth you never knew. <laughs> <laughs> That's it right there. Wait, I can't even figure out where to point. His picture on the screen. Penis. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to put it. out a 20-minute video of, <laughs> of cast montages and me getting hung up and me cussing because fucking shit's hung up and I dropped and shit in the water. Hobie drive. Bitch, I got a motor now, so ain't nothing squeaking. But the miles per hours. The only thing that's going to be squeaking two of them. is that fucking wheelchair <laughs> whoa, 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 now. that you're going to have pedal. to roll in because the only exercise you got was from the pedal kayak, but now you're fat ass. That's okay. huge. I still will outpedal you for distance and speed. Don't two miles an hour. I pedal without anything tournament loaded. I pedal four and a half miles an hour cruising speed. And I can make that three miles before I got to taper it down to four with it's the like, motor. It's like I can pulse. pedal with the motor at the same time and get 5.1 miles per hour. Ain't nobody in my local clubs be outrunning me to no fucking where now. It's they honestly like four. Paul is talking to like he's the lead racer in the Pinto series of car racing. <laughs> and uh, nobody gives a fuck how fast you are or cares about it, Paul. Not, it, it's like everybody's no. fantasy football team. Nobody cares, Paul. Is your, <laughs> is your speed consistent, though? Because you got that punter leg, so you're like really fast with one leg and a little slower with the other. So like, <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> no. I'm, I'm yes. ambidextrous. I'm ambidextrous. Both of my legs were really good. Matter of fact, my, my strong leg is my left leg. A-M-B-I-X-T-R-O-U-S. Bitch. <laughs> Ambixtrous. That's how we say it in the South. Ambixtrous. I like him. Yep. <laughs> Man, right, that's boys. the nicest thing anybody said to me <laughs> in like two weeks. <laughs> All right, we are getting to the time of the show. Um, we're going to get to the most uh, controversial part of the show. This is the only part that is uh, quote-unquote scripted. We're about ready to hit our uh, shotgun round. But before we get there, um, because this round has legitimately sunk creators or elevated them to the highest heights uh that the uh the world-renowned uh bass and bruise podcast can do so and before actually, we get there hold on it actually hadn't elevated nobody but it has sunk a few, <laughs> sunk a few. <laughs> listen as a world-renowned podcast um i just re-updated us today 
So we are still, we're back. Uh, for some reason, it clicked over, but uh, we're back to being the number one podcast uh, based out of the Panama Canal. We're also the only <laughs> podcast based out of the Panama Canal, but that makes us international. Even, and but it's not we're even the number one. It's not even Panama, though. It's just the fucking canal. Just the canal. Uh, that's a real thing that you can do. Uh, we're the second biggest podcast in Antarctica. Uh, fucking these scientists have some other one that's beating us out. But I'm going to figure out how to sink like them. Like global warming, Al Gore and stuff. Yeah. But uh, before we get to the shotgun round, I want to give you uh, two gentlemen an opportunity to uh, shout out anybody you'd like to. Any... Uh, Sponsors, people, fucking whoever you'd like to. I'm putting Andrew in the spot. Go. Mom, I mean. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting me stay in your basement and do these podcasts. I don't live in my mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that Sean is all done at Sean's house because Sean's on the right-hand side of the screen. Andrew's spot's got to be this. the other side, right? <laughs> yeah, that, wait, which yeah way he's the other side. Your background looks worse than both of ours at your mom's face. <laughs> mom, clean my room. What the fuck? <laughs> mom, make some meatloaf. <laughs> what was the question? Sponsors. <laughs> give a shout outs to everybody. Shout Who do you want to give a shout out to? Everyone. All of, all of YouTube, all of our followers, all of everybody. Everyone who follows us. Everyone who's ever been supportive of us, fucking love you. Damn right. They're number one. Nice. There they are. Second to that, I'll, I'll give a shout out to all the sponsors. First and foremost, Ben's Tackle Shack. Probably and, a good idea. Yeah. Lester Mass. They're, uh, which, by the way, it, it's pronounced Lester, but it doesn't look anything like Looks it's like spelled. like Leicester or something. Leicester. Like, yeah. L-E-I-C-E-S-T-E-R. Oh, Big I always, I, I have seen that before, and I always pronounce it Leicester. Yep. And no, it's oh. Lester. I mean, in all fairness, I've lived in New England my entire life, and they're like fucking half the towns. I don't know how to pronounce them. As long as it doesn't have a mole in the front of it, you'll be all right. <laughs> oh, there's plenty of those up here. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, Ben's Tackle Shack, they're, they're phenomenal. Located in uh, Lester, Mass. They're online to benstackleshack.com. They've been a huge supporter of us, everything we do. Uh, Lose Fishing is like our first major sponsor. We picked mm. them up four years ago. Well, they picked us up. That was like a holy shit. We kind of feel like I made it a little bit moment when something. they picked us up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oddly enough, the reason we got found was because the VP of marketing at Lose. I'll never forget that because I felt that was like very profound. Um, and then, Jesus, Strike King, we got recently picked up by. They've been phenomenal. Waterland Optics, they picked us up recently. They've been great. Beast Coast Fishing, obviously, been with them several years. I wouldn't still be with them if I wasn't always using them. I, I literally have six Plano 3700s just dedicated to Beast Coast jigs. That's how many. Wow. I mean, we fish jigs a shit ton anyway. I have a, I have a jig for every freaking scenario you can imagine and in almost every single color that they make. And they've been phenomenal. Uh, Wicked Custom Rods, our buddy John, he's been great for us. FXR Pro Fish, they've been hugely helpful for us. Uh, Big Bass Streams, our newest sponsor. Oliver has been phenomenal. We got to fish with him up on Champlain earlier this year. Uh, him and Riley, and they were just, they're seriously some of the most down-to-earth, nicest Dude, people I've ever met. Like, seriously, like, very good people. Yeah, mm. and uh, they love what we're doing. They believe what we're doing. They like how we represent the Northeast, so they invited us on the team. Um, I don't know if I ever really, oh, Ego Fishing. I've been using their fucking net for like seven or eight years now. 
uh, different nets over the years, but God, dude, that telescoping net, the way it floats, like, yeah, I, I, don't, I literally haven't looked at any other net, and then all of a sudden they came calling like two years ago, like, hey, man, want to work with this? I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's like, the only, only net I've ever bought. <laughs> Hold up. You said the way it floats. Does this mean your net be jumping out the boat a bunch? <laughs> <laughs> no, so only so, one time, and I forget how it happened. It, this was like Dude, I, Andrew, you weren't even here yet. Like, this is how long ago this was. It was like when I first got the GoPro. Fuck, eight years ago now. Yeah, no, 2014, eight years ago. And we went up to one of these deep glacial lakes, and smallmouth spawn was on, so they're all up shallow, and it's gin clear. And I'm like, I'm going to get in the water. Fucking 59, 60-degree water, like, surface temp. It was cold. And I'm like, I'm going to hold the GoPro in the water and film it. And somehow the net ended up in the water. Like, I remember I going in, and my buddy's like, oh, what, that was you, me, and Josh that day? Yeah, Josh had almost lost his thumb. I thought that was Casey. Okay, that was you. Yeah, and uh, like it, it fell in the water, and then like it, I was like, "Holy shit, it floats! Cool, <laughs> that's good to know." <laughs> By the way, don't what? don't go in sixty degree water. That shit sucks. I also don't think I've heard anybody shout out a net sponsorship. That's solid. Yeah. They make plenty of other stuff, but like, I mean, literally the only thing I care about, I, I care a lot about all their stuff that like. We've got a pair of pliers from them that are good. We got a backpack. That thing is the shit, the by the way. We sick. beat the piss out of that thing, and it's still just like perfect. But then, Andrew, that, does your mom did did your mom put the backpack away? You can't find it. Yeah, she packs me. Nah, it's here. I got it because I borrowed it from you when I went up to Lake Ontario with TJ. Well, hey, that's interesting about a floating net, and I interrupted you then because anything any of your gear that floats is really important on kayak because <laughs> because if you flip. If it don't float, that bitch is gone. And then, like me, I just have a lot of shit going on, and I'm fucking flailing all the time, and shit's going in the water all the time. So or I you mean, could be like us it. and put the big boat under the water. <laughs> oh shit! We may have done. Y'all that. sunk a boat. Y'all sunk no, a boat. Sink it. We sunk it almost like a couple That's months close. ago. It was so very close. Got <laughs> yes. Very close. Yes. <laughs> real close. That wasn't. We left that out of the video, didn't we? I don't think we told anybody about that. No, and it, it was just because, like, it was funny and nothing bad happened. It but... was terrifying because I was driving. <laughs> uh, yeah, but <laughs> I ended up keeping it out because that, that video ended up being, like, fucking 23 minutes long anyway. If I left that whole saga and it was going to be over a half an hour and the camera angle kind of sucked, like, the whole time, because the Skeeter, the, the rear hatch for, like, where the batteries and everything are, opens from the back of the boat to the front. And we're, mm. like, our heads were behind the whole time. So all you see is, you know, from, like, our hips down. And it's, like, fucking... Buddy, how's the water looking back there? That's not too bad. <laughs> it was like, you can't fucking use this. This is useless. <laughs> it, was, it was close. It was real fucking close. Like, it didn't help when I got in the back of the boat to, like, assess because we're going, and all of a sudden, Andrew's like, feet flies up in the air. He's like, there's fucking water coming up through the boat. And I'm like, that's not good when that happens. Like that no, that's a lot of water to reach, like, the middle floor drain to shoot up. Holy like, we weren't, we weren't going... Super fat. It was probably like only maybe cruising, 20. Uh, maybe 20, 25 miles an hour. And they were both sitting on the front of the boat because we were kind of just cruising up the shoreline real quick. And I kind of let, I let off the throttle a little bit. And then I noticed like my foot got wet. I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I like let off fully. Like, and then all of a sudden from the center drain, it just goes. Within like four seconds, I'm like up to my waist in water. I'm like, holy oh, shit. shit. We're, we're in like 40 feet of water. I'm like, I'm going to the shore. I'm going to the shore. I'm going to the shore. <laughs> he goes to the shore. I jump fucking over everybody to the back of the boat, open it up. And at this point, the water is literally like two inches away from coming over the top of the rear gunnel. 
and I look inside, and it, it's like that high above the batteries, <laughs> which is saying something in the back of a fucking bass boat. And oh, I was like, fuck. I looked at my buddy John because I knew he had a pocket knife. I'm like, we had two like giant water bottles. I'm like, cut the fucking tops off those right now. <laughs> so quick rips them off. Throws me. We're sitting there bailing, and then Andrew goes to the front of the boat to like try to help even out a little bit. Mind, mind you, I'm fucking 240 something pounds. My buddy John's like three something, and like, we're both in the back of the boat trying to. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I have all these like totes. I don't have one here that am I put I all my soft plastics in. I look at Andrew. I'm like, <laughs> fucking grab one of those and empty it right now. And he does. He just takes it, rips the top off, dumps it on the deck. And now I'm taking out like a gallon at a time. Like, okay, we're winning finally. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Two things. Two things. Who forgot the plug? <laughs> no, nope, didn't forget the plug. This was like six hours after we got on the lake. So what the hell? How did you get all that water in? And the second question is, you ain't got no bilge pumps? Oh no, bilge pump was running. It was just that much water, and oh it's only a five hundred gallon per hour bilge pump. So it was like, I mean, it moves water, but it's it's not like. I mean, ideally, I'd like to put a thousand gallon pump in. There. What happened? Did you run? Did you get a hole? Like, how did the water I get in there? I think it was backing up through the live well and overfilling and dumping. That's uh... our best guess, and it, it that's the first time it's ever happened. But again, like, I mean, combined between me and my buddy John, that's over five hundred pounds in the boat. And you know, with a skeeter, you got that five pounds in the boat. <laughs> You've got like that big step in the middle between the two consoles, right? And we were both sitting, you know, like kind of kitty cornered up there in front of the consoles because we were just moving like a thousand feet. And I just said, Andrew, drive because John and I were already up on the front deck, so just it was easier for the three of us to position where we were. And he just had it trimmed it all the way down, and we're only doing about twenty. So I think just the combination of way the way we had the boat weighted, like dis where it was dispersed. That exact angle on the trim and that exact speed just was just fucking blowing water through the open like, live wells and we, filling the boat. I'm like, they're on the front of the boat and we weren't planning out. And I was like, it's kind of fucking weird. <laughs> and we, it was like 10 <laughs> seconds before the water came up. We were looking back and like looking at you and saying, dude, we're like, we're waking hard like a wake boat. And you look back and you're like, oh yeah, that's kind of fucked up, huh? And then 10 seconds later, up <laughs> <laughs> comes the well, water. When we stopped, all the water came forward and had nowhere else to go, but we just out of the center guys the skeeter the skeeter old faithful came up and we knew we was fucked. <laughs> yeah. listen after all the uh badgering that paul's done about short people i feel like if we had maybe more short people than fat people in that boat uh it wouldn't happen this is true or if we didn't run the trim all the way I, I mean, Andrew, I was trying to, uh, I'm trying to, I, I know what you're trying you. to do, but I'm not I was trying to that. connect on a side there, but it's all right. You sabotaged us. I get it. My Next man. time we make sure all the, the six foot plus squad is in the back of the boat. And then all the non, you know, the under sixes, the hobbits as they were on the front of the boat. Yes. Sorry, Andrew. Hey, the Willis, the Willis. I was actually, when I the said Willis. the like, stink in the boat, I was actually talking about when we speared that wave. Which time? Oh, wait, no. I did one with Josh and one with you. Yeah, spearing that wave sucked. Dude, the yeah. wall of water that hit us it, it was so hard and violent. I had a pair of uh, amphibia sunglasses on, and it's got this, like, giant rubber bridge or, you know, rubber piece for the bridge of your nose. Like, it, it, I don't have any other sunglasses come close to the size of that rubber piece. And the water hit me so hard that it still cut the bridge of my nose from the sunglasses just getting punched into my face. Holy yeah. shit. I had a, a cut right across the bridge of my nose oh. for like three weeks. I mean, it was pretty, it was like blowing, like the fork, wind forecast was way off. And I, think, no it right was, I think it was like maybe 10 to 15 miles an hour in the forecast. And it was blowing mm. 35, 40 sustained. Mm -mm. 
And yeah, but we fucking crushed smallmouth that day. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, we did get back to the boat launch, and there were a few people that did drown that day. Yeah. Oh, shit. So it was sweet. pretty bad. We didn't fully understand how bad it was and because we were, I mean, we were still fishing an area that was downwind, but mm. on a shorter stretch, it was still a couple miles of open water. But when you get back towards the ramp, now you've got like the full length of the lake. Now you've, mm-hmm. you've got like, I don't know, eight or nine miles of open water. Uh, mm. No, uh, I think that lake's actually only seven, seven and a half miles long. So about like five to six miles of open water versus like the two to three miles we were on. Mm-hmm. And when we got up to the middle, we were like, oh, fuck this is bad then we realized why yeah. we hadn't seen anybody out like never mind even no bass boats like no like hardly even any pleasure boaters <laughs> it's, that's gnarly and then i tried jumping in the dock and almost didn't make it dude <laughs> fucking inch away like full spread eagle like <laughs> that was uh, so, right, so boys. any more sponsors after we after we went off on the tangent no nah, i think i got everybody okay all right all right. Um, all right. So this is the uh, infamous shotgun round. Couple of rules to this. So uh, we're going to ask you a series of questions. Each of you are going to answer them. Um, there will be no bullshit of, well, maybe this or this. We want your off the cuff shotgun and a beer answer right away or shotgunning some uh, Canada dry. All right. All right, fuck Wacky me. or Texas? Sean first. Wacky. Wacky. Nice. Ah, no, Texas, Texas. No, fuck Texas. I'm, I'm, fuck them kids and that Wacky. Fuck them kids. Only reason I say Wacky is because that shit has saved my ass too many fucking times in the tournament that I, mm. I don't want to. I'd much prefer Texas, but if we're going by, like, off the cuff, like, what's the best fucking thing to do? You is better that? believe it's Wacky Rig. <laughs> All right, Andrew. Crocs yes. or flops? Oh. Crocs. <laughs> yeah, I already knew that answer. Sean? <laughs> Flop, flip flops. All day. Oh, oh get the fuck out yeah. of here, Sean. Yeah, You're done. See. You're off the they show now. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I was yeah. wearing Crocs and people still thought they were old women's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what all those holes are for in them, right? It's where your digging can leak out. Wait, wait. Did you say you wore Crocs when people thought they were old women's shoes? So did you get them? From that lady that you met? It <laughs> oh, was a parting gift. You got a basket of brownies and fucking Is crops. That one? <laughs> I, she gave me a gift card to Macy's, all right? So that one I just wrote down. That's getting clipped out on the socials there. Andrew got his first crocs from a, a elderly lover. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Sean, do you spend more on a rod or a reel? Reel. Mm. Andrew? Yeah, reel. Yep. I was thinking about that from, like, what would I do or what have I done? That's why I hesitated. I was like, wait, it doesn't matter. It's always reel regardless. (laughs) I would have thought rods. I would have thought rods for for y'all. It's it's surprising. You You can get by like a substandard mm. rod with mm-hmm. brain and like that yeah. makes mm. up for a ton of so failures much. in flaws or just cheaper materials in a rod but dude if you have a shit casting reel your life's fucking miserable yes. all day every day 100 percent. and Especially i we end like y'all fish in a lot yeah <laughs> dude you need a good reel and like i learned my lesson the hard way when i first started like learning to use casting reels 
I was like, ah, yeah, I know everybody says this $120 Sitka is the way to go, but ah, fuck, that's a lot of money. Well, I'll try the $60 one. Well, that sucked. I'll try this other $60 sucks. one. That yeah, sucked. I'll no. try the $80 one. Nah, it still sucked. Fine, I'll fucking, now that I've spent <laughs> $200, I'll buy the $120 one. Oh, what do you know? It fucking worked. Yep. <laughs> All right, Andrew. There. Yeah. You're on the way to the lake. Is it slow jams or is it hype music? I mean, 90% of the time we're listening to some sort of screamo. All right. So same with you, Sean. Oh yeah, I, it's All just right. it's got to be loud, fast, and angry. Time out. What the fuck is a screamo? Screamo is <laughs> the type of music Paul shut the fuck up. This ain't your genre. <laughs> You're like from North Carolina. Bad. You're a hillbilly. You can go fuck off on this one. I know this answer, and I'm okay with it. I think it's I, a solid answer. I was wanting to get educated. I didn't know what the fuck a screamo was. It's I thought like, that it's was like, it's like metal with skinny pants. Yes, spot on. (laughs) And hair like this. (laughs) Oh, so emo. It's emo music. No. Yeah, but angry. Metal emo. I mean, it it sounds angry. It's not really angry because there's obviously still an emo element to it. But, you know, we're sad, but we're we're emphatic about it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right, who we have? Sean, uh, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yes, with some exceptions. There's Literally no one exceptions. pizza. Nope, there's Where's no exceptions. Hat? You gotta either you either gotta go with it, you either gotta die that hill or not. If it's alone, no. I, I get literally there's one pizza in the world that I've eaten that pineapple fucking makes it. Yeah, with Canadian bacon. Nope. It's not bacon. It's fucking ham. It ain't right. bacon. <laughs> there is a local pizza place that makes a pizza called the Twisted Hawaiian. It is pineapple, jalapeno, bacon. And oh crap! What the hell was the other thing they had on there? It Andrew, doesn't matter. I eat it a thousand times. Jeez! Shut up! Fucking cheese! That one down too. Forget the other last ingredient, but it's like, dude, it, it's perfect. It's that perfect blend of sweet, spicy, and fucking saltiness. All three of them together, and that pineapple just helps balance the whole shebang out. That sounds like Andrew to a T from what I can figure out uh, your description. Uh, Salty? A little sweetness? Sweetness. Uh, Andrew, what's your uh, take on this one? Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Sure. Sure. All right. (laughs) Understand that Andrew's, like, if you saw what this man ate at every gas station on Sunday, yeah, he does appreciate really good food. But then again, what he mostly puts in his body is very questionable. Yeah. (laughs) Is it edible? Then yes. Speaking of uh, consuming trash, uh, Andrew, wait, wait, I am. Oh my God, Jesus! You won't let me finish my statement. Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Never mind. Alex fucked it up. Go ahead with your question, Alex. No, it's too late now. It's too late. Nope. It's too late. Andrew. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Large mouth. Do you eat them? Yes or no? No. Sean. Mm. Nope. Okay. Mm. Don't have a problem in the world with anybody. You're it. from the south. You don't count. Well, I do count because oh. I eat them. I know. I am making the largemouth bass population better by eating those delicious fish, six pounders and up. Can I? Can out. I flip the script on the shotgun round and ask a question? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you legitimately eat largemouth? Uh, yes, I love okay. largemouth bass. But I grew I, up in I the south, and that's 
No, I, bitch, I could no, I could fillet a large mouth of cast of catfish, bitch, a crappy. There are only there are only a few people that could tell the difference. I don't care what people say. There yeah. is it is a fish. It's a freshwater fish. It's it's delicious. It's fine. It's great. I've never. I've, I have. I've, I've never had. To, I've never tried it before. No, so me I either. Know. I have no fucking problem in the world. Anybody eats them? I'm just curious. Yeah. Do you yeah. eat them not deep fried? I have, but uh, I don't eat. I don't keep a ton of fish now because I live in a fucking townhome, and I've already pressing my luck with the bullshit, the bullshit I got around here. But um, no, I like where you're going. Mostly it's fried. Mostly it's fried, and I'll fillet them or I'll just gut them and dehead them and cook the whole motherfucker because those fins, when you deep fry them, the fins are the tater chips. chips. So when you deep when you deep yep. fry, you eat all the fins first, and then you peel off the meat with that knife. How do you eat the fins, Paul? Like a fucking tater chip. Like, Let me see it. Let me see it, Paul. <laughs> Come on, let me see. There it is. There it is. And then do I it rub for the it gram, on my Paul. beard. Do it for the gram. I so I, there's the only reason I ask is like I've I've never done it. I've only heard plenty of other people talk about it, but for people that do it up here. Like anything you keep, like everybody's like, oh, dude, you got to like doing the middle of the winter when they're at their coldest, they're their cleanest. There's like nothing in there you got to worry about. And then they taste their best, too, from being like really down to that cold water and sustained for a while. Uh, and then but everybody else I've in limited exposure, mind you, that talk about eating bass all the time. They always fucking deep fried. I'm like, motherfucker, like literally anything tastes good. Deep fried. That doesn't make you eat <laughs> Do you eat pussy Bro. in the summer? <laughs> well, speaking of that, um, Any opportunity I get, yeah. Speaking of that, um, sorry, Sean, uh, it's your turn. Uh, have you ever eaten beaver? No, well, yeah. only in the winter. It <laughs> <laughs> was that your answer. Only in the winter. Uh, Andrew said only in the winter. How how do you prepare in the wind in the winter, Andrew? Usually with a really nice meal ahead of time, maybe a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Two weeks in a row, I think we're talking about a different beaver. We're talking about the wrong beaver. No, I have not eaten beaver. Is that because well, you haven't left your parents' basement? Look, That's exactly why. <laughs> look, let me tell you something. In the, we ain't deep frying beaver, though. You come down here and eat beaver, it's going to be barbecued like you would a hog. True. We ain't deep frying beaver now, so just just FYI. Get, it's what like is, pulled pork. I'd fucking eat it. Beaver's like, beaver's like pulled pork? Yeah. It's a little bit darker, but yes, delicious. <laughs> Damn you. Yep. <laughs> Alex, you don't know. Game I've had beaver, dickhead. <laughs> um, we had Andrew. You're fishing for three hours. Would you rather have five two pounders or one seven pounder? One seven. Sean, mm. oh, one seven. Yeah, mm. there it is. That's right. And this coming from tournament guys. No, we're not really tournament guys. <laughs> don't we fish them here and there? Don't be a dream killer, damn it. Just go with it. <laughs> Next year. All right. This is the most important question. It's going to start with Sean. This is what has uh, – th- this is really the one that sunk multiple accounts. I don't know if anybody's heard about this. It used to be a pretty big podcast, uh, but now they're like garbage. They're called Serious Angler. 
Uh, Bailey runs that one. Um, he was on our show. He answered this wrong. And I know, I know you guys are laughing because nobody knows who he is now um, because he answered this wrong. Um, so I want to make sure that you guys are prepared for this one. Sean, you're going to start first. Every fisherman loves a good sandwich. Sandwich. What are your top three sandwich proteins. Sandwich. Sandwich proteins. proteins. Oh, top three. It's going to be chicken, then turkey, then bacon. Safe. Perfect. Safe. Andrew, like back to you. Hold, hold, hold on. A bacon sandwich? A fucking BLT is not a sandwich. No, 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 no. no, no. I did not say that it was – have to no, be on its own. It's a protein. Yeah. But it okay, is a protein, right. okay. and it belongs in a sandwich. <sighs> oh, he's stretching for it. <laughs> oh, is that my turn? It's your turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicken salad, uh, ham salad, or turkey. I like it. I like it. That, that, I that don't. Right. You've got, obviously, you, you got Alex really concerned over there. <laughs> Did you say ham salad? Oh yeah, dude. So the good. Fuck is he gets salad. those like finger roll sandwiches, right? You know, it's like those little dinner rolls, and they yeah, come in a pack yeah. of three from the gas station. He'll fucking eat those at four in the morning. <laughs> Hundred and eighty mile drive to Lake Champlain. He's like, fuck yeah, breakfast, bud. <laughs> I thought a large coffee and maybe like a bag of chips for breakfast, whatever. I thought that you guys like I had such good like high hopes. What, no, and I know technically eating, like, birch bark yeah. or some shit. No, I mean ham salad. I mean birch technically bark. it's a protein, but I don't know if like uh, your old love mate taught you about ham salad. But I don't think anybody under eighty eats fucking ham salad. I do. I'm an old soul. <laughs> no, you fucked an old soul. Hey, hey. Fucked soul out of her. <laughs> I mean, all of them are better hey. than, again, <laughs> our viewers might know, might not know, but this guy, Bailey, used to, I mean, he still does run this podcast. It's super small now because of his uh, appearance on the show, but he said uh, fucking spinach. spinach. Oh, come the fuck off. Popeye? Exactly. <laughs> and then way back to episode three, we are on, I think this is episode like 89 now. On episode three, Delirious Angler from Instagram said cheese. <laughs> also, I technically, mean, technically a protein. Yeah, and, it, and a great ham, protein at that, mind you. But, but just like ham protein, salad but it is ain't a protein. A protein. It's an accessory. A protein hey, accessory. In back, a, in, to, <laughs> back to, to gas station. Accessory. <laughs> yes. Back to gas station sandwiches. The best egg salad sandwich out there is the one... They throw at away. the gas station in the little plastic <laughs> container that you got to oh, peel no. it off. And you got to get the one where the egg has been pressed up against the, the cellophane. Yeah, because it and preserves it's dis it. And it's discolored a little bit. That means that egg salad on the outside is a little bit crunchy. Mm, I just like seen. that. Oh, hold on real quick. Andrew is like the one they threw away. You just admitted to eating fucking ham salad. I did. I 100% did. I well, made boys. it. <laughs> It was so great to have you on minus hey, the ham salad. Hey, Alex, I got I got one shout out. I got one shout out. I gotta got to make. Yeah, what you got, brother? I've got the. I'm wearing the shirt. Take a take a warrior fishing. I saw that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. take a warrior fishing. This was done back in November. 
uh, by Dwayne Yuri here, good uh, a friend of mine. He does nautical excursions here in the Raleigh area. He put on this tournament. It was a great turnout. He's going to do it again next year, I think about the same time. So I just wanted to give a shout-out to that because they had a big turnout, had some good – well, the fishing wasn't great, but they had a good time. And if you're in the Raleigh area, be looking out for it next year around that October-November time frame because he's looking for boaters and kayakers to take out some of the, the warriors oh, here yeah. in this area. And we're oh, close nice. to Fort Bragg, so we got we got a lot of – a lot of military in this area. You're hey boys, email from the same kind of group that they're looking to partner up with us next year, and I totally spaced responding to him. I need to get back to him. Mm. Yeah, you do. Otherwise, yeah. you hate the troops, so you need to get back to it. I definitely <laughs> I, don't. I mean, look no. at my fucking <laughs> who I'm fishing yeah. with. <laughs> don't listen. To I Alex. said the troops. He was in the navy. <laughs> Yeah, Alex. Alex, said <laughs> this shit. Me, fuck you. Alex. Alex said that shit about me and put that shit out on fucking I TikTok, did. and I'm I like, did. oh I put it on my TikTok. god. I put it on, Paul made fun of me no. for not being able to tie knots, and I uh, basically <laughs> turned it around to that he hated the truth, yeah, yeah. and I released the Jeez. whole clip on TikTok. But uh, guys, hang out for a minute, and uh, brewskis, real quick. I know you guys have been uh, upset. You guys don't like how I do like this cliffhanger ending, um, so we're going to stop it. But here's what I need you guys to do. You know, everybody tells us we got to do like a call of action, so I need all of you to... The fuck? I fucked it up. 